Yes! We're live, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. This is, uh, if you tune into this podcast and you're like, uh, this is a regular podcast, right? This is a UFC recap. So if you fucking hate the UFC, you're like, oh my God, fucking hate UFC. This is not, it might be the podcast for you though, because we don't know. Like, we might start talking about the UFC and it might, it could go anywhere. It usually does. These right? podcasts are like, like Fight Companion. We, you always tell them that it's different and all that, but all the podcasts are like the same. It's <laughs> yeah, the same shit. It's all the same. The last one, the last Fight Companion, we only talked about the main event for like 30 seconds. Exactly. The rest of the, we're talking about everything. Sex and drugs and fucking friendship and... Then we goes to decision. Oh, I I got Darius. Yeah. You didn't even fucking he watch, didn't it. watch it. Ah, yeah, I did. Ah, yeah, I did. <laughs> I just started lying. Well, yeah. I watched that UFC on Fox. Oh my god, what a fucking card! First of all, amazing. During the On It podcast. So. Oh, you guys did a fight companion. Yes. Oh, that's yes. a great idea. Yeah. People yeah. are doing that. Other fight companions, like other podcasts, yeah, they are doing are. fight companions. Awesome. Yeah. Why not? Man? It was Aubrey and his, Aubrey and his girlfriend. Uh, Alex Jones did it. He That's was there. Amazing. Dude, Alex Jones was on doing a fight companion with Aubrey and That's amazing. It was pretty Fun. crazy. God damn, I gotta yeah. listen to that now. I'm gonna oh. go back and listen to that. Oh. <laughs> he, dude, he is so <laughs> impressed with uh, you know, because we knew Aubrey before on it. You, mm -hmm. know, we, yeah. you know, and to watch him blow the fuck up yeah. is pretty insane. And I mean, I was blown away because yeah, for those of you that don't know, 10th Planet Austin, we had a grand opening. It's it's at the Honor Academy. And uh, man, I'd never been there when I was fucking floored, dude. That place is gigantic, Crazy. man. It's Holy incredible. Shit. Yeah, Dope. Aubrey doesn't do anything half-assed. No, He really no, no. puts his heart and soul in everything. He's got a special knack for creating things and putting things together. He's an executive producer, man. Yeah. He puts, he, he's good at it. On he's everything, just, though. Yeah. You go to dinner and it's like, I've yep. never had a dinner like this. Yeah. I was on a boat and there's just hose everywhere. I'm like, I've never been on a boat like this. <laughs> For reals. I'm like, dude, I've never been on a boat like That's this. That's like Biggie Smalls type He's shit. like, this is how we do it. His playlist is from dude. the heavens. I'm like, can yeah. I have that playlist? He's like, yeah. sure. Yeah. He's the best. He's just an unusual dude. He really is. Very, very unusual dude. Yeah, and so Alex wanted to do a piece on me because he's got people that work for him that do jujitsu. Right. And so... He found Alex found out that I was gonna be there, and he decided to go down and interview. Dude, he had an Infowars mic. Yes, he's at the. Uh, he's sitting next to me during the Invitational during the tournament, which was fucking nuts. And he's right there, and like Alex Jones, like holy wow. shit, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. God and you know, damn. he fell in love with jujitsu. Uh, he was there for the whole place, for the whole tournament. Wanted to stay, stayed afterwards, stayed for the podcast. He was there for hours <laughs> with that infowars mic. He wants to bring his daughters to jujitsu. He wants to do jujitsu. Like, I hope you know, he I does. Thirty pounds, you know. Uh, he but, used to be ripped. You ever see what he used to look like? Uh, Dude, he was a stud. He wants to get skinny and Why don't again. I know this guy? Alex Jones, infomercials, infowars, infomercials. <laughs> he's he's a, the most popular conspiracy theorist. He's like the... Oh, yeah, I definitely want to know. He yeah. uh, runs... Well, he used to be a radio DJ a long time ago. He's, he's still kind of doing radio, but it's now most of it is on the internet. But he does a lot of it, I guess, on like AM stations. I still think he's syndicated. He does both, right? He does like the radio just, part... And then he does, because the, the the dirty part, the internet part, is when Joey came on. And Joey was swearing. You remember, you've seen that yeah, thing. Yeah. That's all on the internet. That's only yeah. his internet version. Yeah. But he has a I radio just, version, too. I just get his app, and I just, you know, anytime. He's out there. Like oh, he's got an app, too. And he's just spinning out conspiracy theorists? Yeah, he's a conspiracy yeah. theorist guy. Yeah, like, yeah. a heavy duty, over the top. But he's been, I've known him, I've been friends with him since 99. <clears throat> I did... 
I did my uh, I did a comedy DVD in Austin. He and I put on um, Alex. We put on um, George W. Bush masks. I was George. I was Bush younger, and he was Bush older. He was Herbert Walker Bush, and I was George W. Bush. Sounds awesome. And we uh, we ran around the fucking uh, Capitol building, like where the uh, the state Capitol is what? in Austin, and filmed it. It was just so retarded, so stupid. Shit. I, be I became friends with him back then. So I've, yeah. we've known him for sixteen years now. Yeah. I yep. bet you and him just get balls deep in conspiracy oh, theories. He doesn't. And we partied in Vegas one weekend. Joe took him out to the UFC. He flew in, and man, he, he does not. You would think that he was like, "Dude, we're out partying. Let's not talk about conspiracy theories." Oh, I He's ready to go. All. He's oh, yeah. ready to go all yeah, day for sure. All, he's got so much fucking information, man. It's incredible. <laughs> You know, yeah, and, uh, he's a funny dude. Yeah, he's. I love that dude. <clears throat> that dude is so cool. I fucking. I could sit there and hang out with him for hours. Of and just, course you. Yeah, you know what? I yeah. think people. He's get a really. The wrong he's a genuinely impression. good guy. Yeah. He's a really good guy. He's I'm not like sure. just a fucking crazy wacko. Everybody thought he was crazy back in the day. But even the last time uh, Joe uh, was on his show on the phone, you said, "Man, every, all that stuff that people were were accusing you of being crazy about, all that shit is coming true." Alex, you said that on the radio. Like the NSA stuff. Like yeah. He was the first one. He was saying a long late. time ago that the NSA was going to be monitoring everyone's phone calls and was going to be recording everything you do. People thought he was and not they, true. They were like, you're out of your yeah, mind. Yeah. There's true. no way that's going to happen. Also, the, one of the big ones that I found out from him was he had this this uh, video called 911 The Road to Tyranny, I think it's yeah. called. And a lot of it was about agent provocateurs. And what it's about is how they would go into a peaceful protest and they would send these people whether they were cops or soldiers, whoever the fuck they were. They were in government-issued boots, and they would send them into these peaceful protests. They would wear masks, and they would just start smashing things. So they would pretend that they were a part of the protest. Ah. So they'd go in the protest, they'd smash uh, storefronts, they'd smash car create windows, havoc, yeah. create havoc. Then the cops would move in, and in the case of the World Trade Organization, these agent provocateur guys, these guys that got hired to go in and start smashing shit, they all went into a house and waited and then the cops waited outside, they all negotiated, nobody rushed in and took these people, and then they eventually let them all go. Weird. Like there was some sort of behind the scenes conversation. Yeah, but that's... when they did it, when they did it, they stopped the entire protest, they made it a protest free zone, and they were literally, and this is all on the news, they were literally telling people you couldn't go in there with a badge on. If you had a badge that said WTO on it with a line through it, they were telling people you can't have that badge on as you go on your way to work. Jesus. You're not allowed to protest. It was a protest free zone, all because of these government agents. Now, I thought, like, there's no way the government actually does that. But yeah. it turns out once I read that, or once I watched it, then I started reading about it, and it's a common tactic. It's They've a done it forever. It's technique. It's just like there's a bunch of CIA whistleblowers, ex-CIA agents, John Stockwell for once, a YouTube search, John Stockwell, he's written books. He says that it's just techniques. The way they set people up, the way they create patsies, they'll bring in some crazy, extreme, radical people and they go, okay, cool, you want to you be in the CIA? Help us out. And they set them up. They got these mm -hmm. dumb people that they always set up. It's called honey-dicking. Honey-dicking. If they want to Government honey Dicking. What they'll do is like exactly what Joe said. They'll get like professionals to go in there, cause some shit, 
kill people. I'm not making this up. This is what John Stockwell says. They go in there, and the more people they kill, the more effective it is actually. So what they'll do is they'll take professional like uh, uh, dudes that go in there and take people out, and then they'll put their patsy in there. Boom, blame them. Put some shit on the fucking media. They run the media anyways, and then they shoot those the, the patsies. We got them. Some crazy well, that's people. Lee Harvey Oswald. Exactly. I mean, that's, that's the Lee Harvey Oswald exactly. story. Lee Harvey Oswald was an idiot. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely an idiot. He, he was smart he went to, to Russia. Him. They set no, him up the whole time. He was a set. He's a they set him up the whole time. That guy he, was a knucklehead. He was we involved. Balls deep in conspiracy yeah. theories. But this we is, are but already. I like it. Hey, but Brendan, <laughs> Brendan, what he's getting you, ramped up though. You, Look at him. He really? <laughs> you know what it is? I get scared when he goes off. Hey, Brendan, look at his face. Not even listening to us. It's no, you, you. No, because when you we mentioned Alex Jones and you'd never heard of him, and then when we said he was a famous conspiracy theorist, you say, "Oh, that's why I don't know, Mike." But he Man. took. No, I'm it's not, just because he yeah. didn't get into yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not there into that stuff. Powerful Alex Jones. Oh shit! Yeah, still don't still yeah. don't know. Him. What I was gonna say, Eddie, when you were on your rant, is most people they only know him from his broadcast, so they assume that he's just like crazy guy who just is constantly looking for cons conspiracies everywhere. Yeah. When you hang with him in person. He's like a super nice guy. He's a great he's guy. He's super sweet. He's fun. He just doesn't shut up. Oh, he does. No, you know what? When you, no, I'm just no, what kidding. What I don't is, know the guy. Hey, Brendan, all conspiracy theories are are the way shit really is, the way shit really is well, run. Well, not every one of them. Not no, every not one every one of them. The problem is yeah. everybody looks for yeah, them yeah. But not everyone, just, yeah. because, just because not every uh, conspiracy theory or rumor or whatever is true, does that mean you just forget about the other ones? No, no. not at all. No, no, no you don't. No, it doesn't, but no. there's something unbalanced about only looking for them. Well, yes. no, no. Like, I know dudes that all they care about is conspiracies, well, and they're again, so exhausted. Uh, again, exhausted. conspiracy theories are... Uh, theories on how shit really is run. Some people really like to know how uh, their life, every, everything that, that these conspiracies, uh, um, theories, uh, all of them affect our lives every day. And so when you think about it like that and you start thinking about my life, this life is all because has a, a big effect a big effect on my life was stuff like 9-11 and all these these events like these these shootings these all these false flag events our lives are effective wait, 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 wait what shootings do you think are false flag events oh man we can you're talking about sand you're talking about like mass shootings on like TV? the school shooting hey you know what the teacher got fired for saying listen, that was listen to question we already know they're all crooks we know who's how they set up who, who's, who's all crooks um the people that are really running shit. Okay, let's, let's talk about Fox. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 you know what I'm saying? We're going down this way around. Okay, they're not crooks. Okay, I take well, that back. Some the of people them are that crooks. are crooks. Some are, yeah. The people that have all the power the, <laughs> generally are crooks. Not every single one. Not every single well, one, of course. Even, We're talking even in general if not terms. Crooks, one of the things that you'll find in government is they'll make laws that don't make any fucking sense and that are evil. And then they abide by those laws to benefit them. Yeah, correct? there's a yeah. lot of crazy like, financial gains. Here's yeah. a good one: the Supreme Court passed a ruling that allowed corporations to act as individuals, so they could essentially donate as much money to a campaign as they so choose. So, if a corporation wants to elect a president, they can essentially bribe their way and get this person into the White That's House. That's insane. Well, it's it's nuts that they're allowed to spend any money. How yeah, about that? I agree. The, it should be the opposite. It should be a person <laughs> should be thought of as a person. An mm -hmm. individual should be, should be thought of as an individual. And a corporation should be thought of as a soulless entity, a group where people get together and work. Mm -hmm. It should never be thought of as an individual, like one thing that can act in its own interest, like it's alive. To stay alive, it's going to bribe people to make sure it has the cushiest rules and regulations. So in that sense... Yeah, those guys are crooks. Like, that's a crook move. You know what I started watching? 
It's really fucking good. Walking House, Dead. House of Cards. I heard it's really good. It's fucking My brother good. Loves you would show. love it. You would yeah. love it because it's all about the president and this guy becomes president. No, no spoiler alerts. Uh, Kevin Spacey, and then you find out all the inner workings. And I was like, I'm not into politics. It's, I just find it like it's like watching a fixed game of baseball. It's exhausting. I'm not. Yeah. It's boring to me. It makes me angry. It makes me angry that these are our candidates. Yeah. It makes me angry that there's no one that's really saying something that really resonates with me. Everyone is saying something that's inside Dude, the parameters of the Donald system. Donald fucking Trump is but in the mix. Like, you know? So, that's... so they. They do this show, and Kevin Spacey plays the president, and he shows all the inner workings of like how deals are made and how they negotiate and all the behind-the-scenes stuff. That sounds dope. It's fascinating. It's fucking good, because it's really good, good writing. And I a keep bunch hearing of creepy that. Shit goes yeah, I keep on. hearing that. You would love it, and I, I had to bring it up, because I knew you would love it. I, and I almost a lot of CIA it. stuff? All sorts of crazy, deep, dark, undercover shit. You would love it. You would love it. You'd go crazy. And, you know, probably a lot of it is uh, the, the case. Like... It, who the fuck knows, man? Who the fuck knows? Maybe they paid Nate Diaz to go off on Fox. Maybe there's a maybe there's a conspiracy. <laughs> that was brilliant. There. Maybe hey, his his that was manager. Because what are we talking about? UFC. What is everyone talking about? <laughs> Diaz. We're not talking about Dos Anjos. We're not Nate talking Diaz about Overeem. We're talking soon, about Nate Diaz. That was where I was conflicted. As a broadcaster, I'm so conflicted because <laughs> as, as a Nate Diaz fan and as a comedian and a, as it. a fellow marijuana advocate, I was fucking howling. Yeah, you I wanted to it. go, yes, keep going, keep going. They're fucking screaming in my ear, screaming in my ear. Cut him off, cut him off. Take the mic away, cut him off. And that was I'm, the best I'm post not, fight speech I am ever. I'm not right? about to cut him off. I'm not doing it. It was great. Sorry. I'm it not pulling that great. mic away. I'm not being the man. I they love were it. fucking screaming in my ear. Oh, to shut I him can't off. Imagine. I'm like, eh, you're going to have to fire me. So I'm not fucking taking Whose the mic idea away. Whose idea was it to let him even get on the mic? <laughs> me, everybody. It's you do. He won. Well, no, he I'm, won and he looked amazing. I agree. He looked amazing. <laughs> but we know it's fucking Nate Diaz. If, I, if, I'm, if I'm Fox, I'm like, all right, you can interview whoever you want. Don't give Diaz the fucking mic. I figure they Fight to See him. Ya. Listen, he had a great fight. I thought he was going to be chill. I thought he was going to talk about <laughs> Michael Johnson. I didn't know he was going to talk about he was Conor. Be chill. Dude, this is how badass Conor McGregor is. Three fighters called him out. Three dudes. Three fighters. Three. And you see his reply? Get yeah, on your knees, get on and, your knees beg. and beg. He's standing in front so of a convertible gangster. Rolls Royce. So gangster. I love it. He's so gangster. <laughs> That's the what fight. That's the fight, though. Yeah. Diaz um, is the fight. Well, it's a very good fight. If, if I'm Dana yeah. White, I'm not saying what's the right thing to do. I'm mm -hmm. saying if I'm looking for the biggest show, the biggest oh, yeah. numbers, oh, Diaz. Yeah. Can you oh, imagine yeah. that world tour? Oh, my God. What the fuck? And it's his first fight at 155, so you can sell that. Look at this. Line them up with their hands out. On their knees with their hands out. I want them to beg me. In front and of the stand in front phantom of a convertible. That's a phantom convertible, oh. son. That's about $400,000 worth of car. <laughs> Damn, dude. Damn. If he... Dude. He's the, this guy is so fucking unusual. He's so unusual. Three dudes called him out. But it's so crazy that in MMA, it took, what, 15 fucking years of, 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 of MMA popularity? I mean, MMA's 20... What is it? 22 years old now? What is it? When did it start? 93, 93. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's 22 years, right? That's not 22 years? We're both retarded. Almost right? 24. Okay, so let's think about that. In that time, in like the past, I'd say it's been really popular for like since like the early 2000s, maybe not 2006? really, right? 2005. Okay, let's give it 10 years. So, in 10 years of real popularity, this is the first guy that emerges like this. This first like superstar, 
besides Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar was pretty much a superstar, but it was a different thing. He was like a superstar coming over Correct. from the wrestling, so he just carried all those fans over that wanted to see if he could do it. And plus, you look at him and you go, Jesus fucking Monster. Christ. Like, that's the guy that you would have, when you think of cage fighting, you would think of a guy who looks like that. He's got a sword tattooed on his I chest. Well, I mean, yeah. what the, it's not the it best like sword. It it's not yeah. a good one. Whoever did that. Whoever did that's an asshole. I love him, but... <laughs> I'm, right when he left, like, you gotta see this dick I put on Lesnar's chest, it's great. Yeah. But Connor, there's never been a dude, like, that just, all of a sudden, everyone's talking about him, everyone's captivated. I agree. And he pulls it off, that's the craziest shit. He goes, I'll, I'll knock, he, he bet Dana White that he would knock out Chad Mendez inside of four rounds, he wanted to bet three million dollars. Oh, he called the round, he said yeah. second round. Yeah, he said second round. What the yeah. fuck? Well, it's the same thing he did with, with um, Aldo, he said he's gonna knock him out inside of two minutes. We laugh at it. It's like, come on. Just told Dustin Poirier, first uh, world-class <clears throat> opponent. He's going, I'm going to knock you out in the first round. It's crazy, And man. everybody's like, what? Meanwhile, crack. Yeah, but there, there's some monster fights out there waiting for him. I just think if I'm Conor McGregor's manager and I'm doing what's best for his career, Frankie's a tough fight. I'm not saying he can't win it. Frankie's a very tough fight. And uh, Dos Anjos is the toughest fight. That's the toughest But fight. then you got Diaz in the middle mm -hmm. at 55, huge payday. Great matchup style for Connor. That's Dude, the fight I take. First of all, how good did Nate Diaz look physically? Best we've seen him look. Ever. Ripped. Shredded. Full six pack. Looked in tremendous shape and didn't even come close to winding in that fight. I mean, they no. were throwing down in that fight. John Johnson was beat. He got beat inside the cage. If you listen to his corner, they go, don't quit. Stick yeah. with it. They're don't screaming at him. Quit. They're screaming huh? at him. Don't quit. What yeah. the fuck? Henry, Henry Hoof says that sometimes to guys. He yelled that out to um, um, Rumble. When Rumble was getting beat up by DC, he was yelling, don't quit, don't quit. That is not what you <laughs> need to hear. I don't, I need, maybe someone needs to talk to him. <laughs> He's a fucking fantastic kickboxing coach, but you can't even put that out there. That was never in the coach, my coach's vocabulary. Don't can't, quit. You can't put How? that out there. You can't put that out Do there. Do I look like I'm about to quit? He oh, probably fuck. can't help it because it's probably what he's thinking. Well, you know, he's probably I, thinking, don't quit. True, but I, and I, a little, I, too, when Michael Johnson in that fight, you could see he was starting to break, and then he was Dude. sitting right in front of him just eating one-twos. When Nate was popping him and then doing this, Dude. going, oh, shit, I just rang your bell. Dude. He's just standing in front of him. He goes, oh, shit, and he's pointing right at his face. You can see Michael Johnson was like, I can't even so believe frustrated. this is happening. Because yeah. he shouldn't be there. He shouldn't be standing in front of him. He's so athletic. Yeah. He should be using angles, using his wrestling. He did none of it. I think people underestimated Nate Diaz. That's what I think. Horrible idea. But they, he was an underdog in that fight, like a pretty good underdog. Idiots. Again, and, idiots. Well, I just don't think anybody who made the line went and watched him train. If you see how, what a good shape he was in and how good his hands look, Jesus Christ. That's but, as good as he's ever looked. But before he fell out of the rankings, what was he, five? Before he took all that yeah, time but, off? but Dos Anjos beat the shit out of him a year ago. Beat the brakes off yeah, him. Yeah. That, that, uh, one of the things that I was thinking about was how heavy he stands on that front leg. You know, he stands real heavy on that front leg. And Dos Anjos just lighting that leg up. Correct. And he was lighting that leg up. Because Nate fights southpaw, right? Mm -hmm. And Dos Call. Anjos fights southpaw. So it opens him up to that back leg kick. And he was just chewing up the outside of that fucking front leg. Connor would definitely be the favorite if they fight. It's a great fight, though. The Phenomenal shit talking. Fight. Imagine oh the God. shit talking. Because Connor's not going to be able to go up to Nate Diaz and go, ah! 
No. He's not going to be able to do that. No. That, but that might be a problem because yeah. Nate Diaz might actually punch him in the mouth. They might not There's make no it. way yeah. Nate Diaz is going to allow that. No. He's going to spit Ornick. on him. No. He'll spit on him. He'll, he'll, him. Wait for him. he'll wait for him in front of his fucking door in the morning. Yeah, son. Yeah. Like, he'll find out what room he's in and he'll wait in front of the door and punch him in the face when he goes to get breakfast. And you know I what? Agree. Con he really Connor is so brilliant with this shit talking. What is he going to think of? Like, for Nate Diaz specifically, is he going to go? Because he goes real deep. He. He goes right to the core. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? He brings... It's, it's, it won't work on Diaz, though. It won't I work. don't know what'll work and what won't work, but I'll tell you what, no one has gotten Nate more emotional, <clears throat> or no one has gotten uh, Cowboy mo more emotional than Nate. When Cowboy started shit-talking Nate, knocked his hat... Well, rather, when Nate started shit-talking Cowboy and knocked his hat off, yeah. was getting his face, you could tell it was fucking with Cowboy's, like, his mind. Rattled and he was, him, yeah. he was really emotionally wrapped up in the first round of that fight. He talked about it. He's like, I'll never let that happen again. Because that guy got inside my head. I fucked up. You know, but it's the fact that Nate can do that to you. I agree. You know, he makes he's, it real. He's not going to do it to Connor. I, I would just let them... I, I would just what let... it would be like to watch. A it's fucking the, epic. That's why yeah. we need this fight. The you greatest can't... show would be just Nate Diaz and, and Conor McGregor. Just give them 30 minutes. Have like a mediator a little bit. And just You'd have to kind of just like let them go. Overeem, just let them go. <laughs> and Ben Rothwell in between them. Yes. Just two, For real. And just then let them Just two big talk. gorillas and let I agree. them talk. And tell Ben Rothwell and Overeem, look. You got a big bonus coming to you. Give them that Reebok do... money, son. <laughs> double, sure double fight, the right? Reebok money. They would for Just sure fight. Don't let them kill each other. Double Reebok for both of you. <laughs> How about but Nate oh, you wants to put them in a cage? You just, just put a fucking fence right there. No, and just no, let no. Talk. They, 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 <laughs> you just you gotta you, you gotta, watch that? you gotta somehow or another make it so they can't hit each other. You gotta say, listen, boys, there is millions of dollars on the line. You have here. security. No, no you, you just, put a you fence. Can't... You put a fence up and put them on either side of the fence and just let them go. No, no you, that would be fucking come crazy. On, no, the marketing. It's not a bad, it's not a bad idea. <laughs> oh, Just bro. let them talk. No, can you imagine idea. the marketing? Can you imagine yeah. the marketing? You have four badass security guards, all black, standing between them while they're talking. Why no, you don't need to. Why be no, fence? all black. Black oh, okay. ufforms. Easy, I I meant easy. Black guys. Black, I don't care. Because that dude's aren't going to be able to hold them Hawaiians? Big guys? Big Samoans? Just, well... Fucking snatch them Fence. Those are the scariest that. ones because they don't get hurt. I agree. You can't really you can't hurt, hurt with them. <laughs> it's like Mark Hunt. Like, like, big, how yeah, about you Mighty put him on a phone like Mighty in a prison? When he was in his prime. Yeah, so. How about you put him on a phone like they're in a prison? You know mm. what I mean? With the glass and they just talk to each other on the fucking phone. That's <laughs> not a bad idea. Some prison glass <laughs> shit. Fuck. That is actually a good idea. Eddie Bravo with two strong ideas in a row I, dude, for marketing. I can market the prison glass. You know why? You know why? Because you're the only one that's not high here. That's why. Me and, me you and guys Eddie, we're on the same level. We're yeah. feeling. I'm feeling his ideas. Can you imagine him screaming at the fucking phone? Can you imagine Yo, Nate Diaz going, "Fuck you, Stockton, <laughs> fuck you." Fox is gonna go, "Yeah, let's let's fucking." Joey Diaz that. would be the host. That'd be brilliant. Come on, <laughs> how, how would Joey Diaz start off the show? Oh my god, that would be hilarious, dude. But uh, Diaz wants this big fight because he's getting paid. 20 and 20 that is that real have we just that's real have we 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 sure i'm positive that doesn't i saw the sense. payouts at the commission now he might have a, he 20. might have undisclosed bonus right but as far as contractually <clears throat> that we know it's 2020 now i'm not blaming the <sighs> ufc i i don't know what his con maybe i don't hopefully he's not in the tough contract that's you know, bad management though that's horrible management right. as big of a star as he is 
that motherfucker should be getting at least <clears throat> 120 and 120 a fight. Yeah, I agree. And more than that, probably. Well, he, that's Nate why he Diaz, didn't fight for a while. Nate Diaz is a giant star. Let me tell you this. When he went out into that arena, they went fucking crazy. Yes. That crowd went fucking crazy. When Nate Diaz is like raising his arms after every round, they went fucking Who crazy. Who are we talking about? Think about yeah. all the stars on the card. Yeah. Who are, who's the number one most talked uh, about click guy right now? That it's one, fucking Diaz. That one guy, well, his performance, first of all, was outstanding against a guy in Michael Johnson who's an up and coming lightweight who's been really on a tear. Michael Johnson's looked fantastic. Yeah. I thought his fight with Benil Dariush was a kind of a questionable decision. He probably should have won it, yeah. Maybe you could see it maybe that way. I'm a Darius Good fight. Fan. I'm yeah. a big Dariush yeah, fan. He's a monster. Benil Dariush is a bad motherfucker, but a fight is a fight, right? I agree. And you know? why didn't Nate Diaz get that knee bar at the end? He fucking had it and he had it. No, time was over, bro. Yeah. Not, he, all you need way is over. one fucking second. No, no, no. no, 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 no time no, no. was totally, totally over. over. When he That's extended it, it was after the buzzer. Yeah, yeah. He grabbed it and then the buzzer went and he extended Johnson it. Johnson just the let buzzer. him have it. He was saying, I had your knee or something yeah. like that. He's like, fuck with him. The bell was way over, homie. I don't know about that. No, no, no. Me, we watched it. We hmm. watched it in the truck over okay. and over again. It's definitely it was okay. And then he was all yeah, I love it And then John because I was like why did Johnson kick him and then I saw when the another angle way I'm looking at him I'm looking at them from eye height, sure. right? So where my eyes are that's where their body is on the other side of the cage I couldn't see the knee bar and I'm like, why would Michael Johnson kick him you after the fight kick. is over and then I saw the whole thing I go Oh, he deserved it because he 100%. He's holding it going. But he didn't hurt him. I think he was just fucking with him even further. Yeah, man. He was having a good time. Look, we're all talking about him, but I wonder how much if he I wonder if you can get fined. Because if you swear 100%. Well, the FCC, the FCC I was asking someone on online about this today cuz it's like radio. Like there's there's rules now and I think a lot of them got passed after Howard Stern. Because what happened with Howard Stern was, Howard Stern, he got fined for questionable subject matter, which is fucking insane. And it's, it was one of the weirdest moments in like free speech time. Because really everybody should have stood up and said something about it. The New York, I mean, every fucking magazine should have been talking about what a travesty it is. That you're trying to stop a show that's on the radio that anybody could turn one way or the other. And he's not even swearing. He's playing within your rules. Yeah. But for subject matter, they were finding him like huge money. What was the subject matter? Like Farts? whatever. You talk about whatever. Anything sexual or anything they felt was offensive. They were getting mm. him on subject matter. Mm. Super and, weird rules. Uh, like like you can disgusting. you can say dick, but if I say I put my dick in yeah. your mouth, you get mm -hmm. fined. Do you know you can say Jesus, but if you say Jesus Christ, you're not supposed to say Jesus Christ. Like there was a, a tennis match where one of the um, one of the the kit there was like two people playing tennis, and one of them had to forfeit the match because they said Jesus Christ when they missed. Jesus Christ. Exactly. That's ridiculous. Like just saying that That's alone. Like, I, I, I saved it. It was a, a story from years ago, and I always wanted to do a bit about it, but I would get so mad when I would read it that I'm like, this isn't even going to be funny. Like, there's nothing funny it's about it. It was a blessing in disguise, though, because that was a big reason why he went to uh, satellite Serious. radio. Right. I love, I just got it, for the, I've had it for the last year. I love it, man. He just re-signed a five-year deal. Oh, yeah. yeah. Huge deal. It's such a good show. He well, has, he has like, the best interviews. Yeah. His interviews and, are excellent. And he has like, <clears throat> man, lately it seems like he's bigger than ever. He just keeps getting oh, he's, bigger. He's getting serious. He can't get any uh, bigger. A-list stars uh, to, to be interviewed. I mean, he's, it's uh Diaz, crazy. So it's Diaz, the point is that Diaz, Diaz could get fined for that and for the late kick. I don't know. Well, he didn't kick him. 
you know, oh, that's right. Johnson Sorry. kicked him. Correct, holding that, and he didn't hurt him with that. So no, that's super that's questionable. Bullshit. But the, the but the swearing on the air, if you do it on purpose, I think you can get in trouble. I don't know what the rules are. I'm just talking on my ass. But I've been told, like on live radio, that if you if you chose to swear on live radio, if they went after you, they could find you, and they oh, could wow. find you a lot of money, like hundreds of thousands wow. of dollars. Yeah, it's crazy. That's a bummer. Well, it's just dark, man. It's just dark that they could take money from you, and it goes where? Where do you? Where's it go? Yeah, where's does it go, go anywhere helpful? Or is it just takes get eaten up by your red tape fucking overrun system? You know what I mean? Where's that money go? You're just stealing money from me. You're gonna steal it and then pump it out into this machine? Well, that doesn't make any sense. E even if they charge him, I don't think he's gonna get fined. Let's say they find him a hundred thousand dollars, but he gets the Conor McGregor fight. It's worth every penny. Right. Oh, it's, yeah. brilliant. it's brilliant. Oh yeah, it's that, probably worth. There's a, lot a reason more than three that. dudes are calling Connor out because that's the payday. That's well, how the about cash his brother? Count. His brother with the the pot charge. They fined him one hundred and sixty five thousand dollars, and then they kept him uh, out of fighting for five years. That was Fucking the rule. Silly. It's insane. It's well, beyond silly. It's silly. Where do you see Tony Ferguson in that mix? I could see Tony. Oh, he's right there. After I, the Barboza fight, I could yeah. see Tony and Cowboy. Dude, he beat Barboza. Yeah. Holy Dude. shit! Dude, he finished beat him. that. People are scared yeah. of Edson Barboza. No one is confident when they go into that fight. They're like, "Oh shit!" He's got, in my opinion, the fastest kicks I've ever seen. Barboza, yeah, one hundred percent. He's so fast. His switch kick off his front leg, amazing. It's the fastest switch kick I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen anybody faster. He's like a like a hundred and thirty pound Taekwondo guy, like a little tiny Korean guy that moves like lightning. That's how good he is. Like his switch kick is just—it's insane. It's like what? It's, it's so loud. fast. I could, I could see Tony and Cowboy fighting. Fuck yeah, that's a phenomenal. Yeah, Tony's fight. ready yeah. for those guys right there. Oh, one hundred percent. I said two thousand sixteen is Tony's year. Yeah, I think he's a guy where everyone's like, "Fuck, well, I don't hey, want to fight that dude." He can't sleep on Nurma Gamedov either. That fucking guy. If he can I'm get sleeping healthy, on him because he's not healthy. But if he can get healthy and he could figure out a way to that's stop being injured, brother. like he does, it's I mean, a big if. The last one was a rib, which you can't really control. But the knees, he's, he's done his knees a couple times now, mm -hmm. and I think he's done his knees um, after surgery. I think he hurt his knee, yep. got it fixed, and then hurt again. Which is never good. So people are a little bummed out. That he's he hasn't a motherfucker. If he's healthy, yeah. remember he slammed the champ around like a Dos fucking Angeles. yeah. He broke him. He he just tossed him around. Just did whatever he wanted to. Once he got a hold of him, he's a nightmare. If he gets healthy, they're all fucked. It's almost though like he's too tough for his joints. Mm. You know, it's almost like he's his his style's so hard. And he put, he's got so much fucking strength and technique and there's so much torque. Like when he ragdolls guys, it's a very unique kind of ragdoll. explosive ragdoll. It's also he's ragdolling guys that no one ragdolls. I agree. Like when he ragdolled Dos Anjos, that was like, whoa. Like I ain't never seen anybody do this to Dos Anjos. It's insane, man. Clay Guida beat him, but he got a broken jaw, and Clay finished him with his jaw broken. Because remember, Clay was doing like an arm triangle. Yes. And he, he, he had a broken jaw. And he this is tapped. the Russian you're talking about? No, 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 no. Dos Anjos. Dos Anjos. Oh. But, that was in Denver. No, but against who? I think so. Or We're talking field. about Nurmagomedov. Okay. <clears throat> Habib Nurmagomedov, the way he ragdolled he Dos Anjos. Beat him. He just threw him around, man. Beat his ass. Threw him around. How long ago was that? Two years ago. Two years The yeah. champ? The same the yeah. champion. Yeah. yeah. It was well, the last last loss on Dos Anjos' record. No one wants mm. to fight him. You gotta remember, Cowboy was supposed to fight him. Who else has he fought? But I gotta say, I don't think that Dos Anjos is the same Dos Anjos we're looking at now. I agree 100%. His, his strength and conditioning program is fucking gnarly. He looked phenomenal. You gotta talk to Nick Curson. You should have him on your podcast. Yeah. He's that speed of sport guy. Yeah, he works with Fabricio Verdum, Ruslan Pravodnikov. He works with a lot of uh, Olympic athletes. Oh, uh, and he 
Jake Ellen goes on to tell me about him. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Joe Schilling's working with him now too. He ha- he has these guys doing all these crazy plyometric drills, Everyone crazy swears sprints. By him. Everyone swears by him. Yeah. Dude, I'll tell you, I had this guy in and I talked to him and I was super impressed. Huh? Super impressed with his knowledge, with his understanding, and with his philosophy. And I was like, what is the big difference? Like what do you what do you what's the most important thing? He's like foot strength. I was like, whoa. He's like, it's all about covering distance and all about the ability to move and balance in movements. And it's all about figuring out how to close the distance quicker. And he was saying that when he fought Pettis, Dos Anjos was just that much quicker at every exchange. He pulled the trigger that much faster, landed that much faster. And he's like, and over the course of a fight, even though he's only that much better, over the course of the fight, that adds up. You get fucked up. And that's what you saw last night. Dos Anjos would just jump the gun. He was just there. I think it's a combo of things. I think talking, you know... Knowing, knowing Cowboy as long as I've known him, he, he just, and he, he even said it in his post-fight interview, he just said, listen, I didn't show up, and in this business, when you don't show up to work, you don't feel like fighting, you get your ass whooped. So I think it's... He didn't feel like fighting? He no. said that? Yeah, he, he said just, that? Yeah, he's been there before too, man. He's been there before, and he ended up KOing dudes. Cowboy's always had a problem in the back. The reason I didn't like this for Cowboy is because the time off. Cowboy's an active guy, so he didn't have to think about it. You give him six months, that's trouble for Cowboy. You know, man, um, I don't know if any of that would have mattered the way Dos Anjos pulled the trigger. I agree 100%. I think Dos Dos Anjos looked phenomenal. But I do have to say that um, there has to be some some sense made out of when fights get stopped and when fights don't get stopped. I'm not saying that fight shouldn't have been stopped, but I am saying that Chris Weidman versus Luke Rockhold should have been stopped. I agree. I think we have to figure out what is the when. What's the when? I mean, I don't know when it is, but... I felt like Cowboy was covering up and eating shots, and although I'm not unhappy with the stoppage, like I didn't protest it, I was like, man, I don't know. It is for a title, but referee's there. He sees what he sees. I don't. Um, There's a giant difference between doing that and then what was happening at the end of the round where Rockhold was mounted on Weidman and just beating his brains in. I agree. That was bad. Well, like, the, fe- that felt to me like I was like, Jesus Christ. And I even, I think I even said, what did, does it take yeah, to stop a I fight? Agree. I agree. Because it is, how many <clears throat> shots can he take? The, the thing is with Cowboy, why Lister Bowling, I talked to his coach, Lister Bowling, and he goes, man, you think it was stopped early? And I said, I don't because Cowboy's been in the game long enough. He knows when he's in turtle like that and he's getting punched, Cowboy knows, man. Right. They that they're going to stop. They, right. they, go, they give you a warning. Do something or I'm going to stop the fight. Right. If Cowboy would just roll to guard and manage distance or grabbed him, you know, mm-hmm. and controlled him, the fight would have carried on. But when I don't see Cowboy responding, I don't want to say he wanted out, but he knows what's going on. So, Trust me, I've been. Uh, it, I Shit trust like you. that happens. So when he's covering up, you think what he really should have been doing is moving and scrambling. He should just, just roll. So by just standing there and covering up, he basically invited yes. the stoppage. Yes. I'm not saying he wanted out. He might I, have been I, hurt. He probably and, was hurt. And it's kind of like yeah. you just you know, man. Right. You, they come in the back. They go, listen. If I tell you to move, I'm close to stopping it. Right. And you can hear it clear as day. Like my last fight with Travis Brown, I turned to the ref. I said, I'm fine because I know he's gonna. I know. Where it's going to get stopped, I know when I'm in trouble and they're about to stop it. I turn to my go, I'm good. It's tough, man. Yeah. And so Cowboys has, has so much experience. If you just went to guard, you would have bought him some time. But I'll tell you what, man. He, he had to be wrong because oh. Dos Anjos just teed off on him. To the body. That knee to the body was nasty. And then the kick. And then he uncorks. And Cowboys said the kick didn't land. I think he means the kick didn't hurt him. It definitely landed. It landed 100%. Yeah, but I, I think he meant it didn't hurt him. I think he said the, the knee is what yeah, did it. I think the knee like really hurt him, and then the kick was just icing on the cake. It wasn't, you know, 
wasn't what put him away, but that barrage of punches, too. He's fucking terrifying. Terrifying, man. You know what's cool about him, too? I, we watched him get better. Like, we saw him against Jeremy Stevens. He got KO'd against Jeremy Stevens. Start off 0-2 in the UFC. Yeah. I mean, he's, uh, he's a guy who just fucking kept on working. He's the nicest guy working. in the world. Super when uh, nice when I was in Brazil, man, I'm telling you, no one gave me the time of day. This dude took me around, introduced me to different gyms. Uh, great dude, man. Yeah, I've talked to him many times backstage. He's so calm and polite and friendly. He's got, like, he's at peace, you know? Like, he's like, he's an interesting guy. Like, he's like, he's just like, you know, just trying to heal my knee up, trying to get You want him right. to win. You root Good for dude. If you know the guy, you root for him to yeah. win. I took, not that I took heat, and I say this, whether they're Brazilian or not, I say the X factors, and this is everyone, mm -hmm. it, and it's not Dos Anjos, I never said Dos Anjos was on sh stuff, but to me, when I was picking Dos Anjos and Cowboy, I said the X factor is, if someone was taking shit, we're going to see different fighters. Mm -hmm. Now that can be for Cowboy or Dos Anjos, right. Th but that's all around the board. I'm not saying anything that's new. If steroids wasn't an issue, or performance enhancing drugs wasn't an issue, the UFC wouldn't have implemented the strictest drug testing ever in the history of sports. It's true, and I want to say something um, without implicating anyone, okay, because this subject gets brought up a lot, All and the people time. are always like, you guys are talking shit, and you don't know what you're talking about. Let me just say that everyone behind the scenes, all the trainers, all the coaches, all the managers, everyone is having this conversation. Yes. These conversations that we're having on this podcast are not unique in that sense. These are not ideas that we have. These are not theories that we have. Look, J Jeff Nowitzki is sniffing up these dudes' asses, and he's not playing games. And why do you think that is? Because the, the UFC knows. was like, you know what? Let's just make it the strictest drug testing of all time. Hell no. There was a yeah. real problem there. Well, there's definitely a real problem, or was a real problem, but the the idea that it's only us that's talking about it is crazy because we're the only one who's talking about it like as publicly as we do but behind the scenes it is a constant conversation oh anytime constant. i talk to anyone in the game it's the conversation we, when we get done here off text from coaches other fighters and we can't even name names or there's sometimes people come up to us and they'll say someone's gonna have a hard time because he's off the shit 100 percent. and then they'll go in there <clears> and they'll get crushed and we'll go whoa this is nuts and the, the thing is with with all i took so much shit for that you gotta realize he was the fighter at the present time when we're talking about this. I'm not singling out Aldo. I never said Aldo was on steroids. I said there's some things to me that were suspicious. Never. What he's done for the sport is great. He's one of my favorite fighters. He's phenomenal. Whether he's on shit or not, it doesn't matter. My favorite fighter of all time was probably on shit. Vanderlei is like, if I had to choose like one guy who had the most fun watching, oh, the sure. Vanderlei in the Pride days, he was a goddamn berserker. Every fight was, ah! You'd fucking be grabbing pillows. I mean, how many times did we watch Vanderlei fight in Pride? Just screaming. Vanderlei Krokop? Krokop's my oh favorite my fighter of all time. He just got busted last week. Yeah, I don't he got give busted a too. Fuck. Yeah, he got busted too. Why do you suppose the Japanese didn't care about steroids. They wanted you on steroids because yeah. you could perform well, better. Why do you they, think they, they want you could perform show, better? They want the freak show too. Well, they also want you to fight like crazy. They want you to fight like a wild man. They don't want you to win like a, like a really close decision. They don't want you to do that. They want you to go out fucking Vanderlei style mm -hmm. or Shogun style or mm -hmm. Ninja style. They want you to go out on your shield. And they wanted you on steroids. Yes. They literally wanted you on steroids. We know. We, we have a friend that went over there. to. They, they offered him a fight at 185 pounds. He's like, I fight at 155. Oh, we know. And they were like, dude, <laughs> we got some shit that's going to fix that. We got yeah. you, son. Yeah. They said, how much do you weigh now? He's like, one, like 70, 175. He goes, 
you have a good frame for a one that's 85. <laughs> that's, uh, I'm terrible that's at awesome. voices. Yeah, that's a good voice. Yeah, that's great. Oh, uh, you are but, but, <laughs> one uh, 75 uh, right you, now. You have to do a uh, after. Uh, uh, it's like Bobby Lee's act. <laughs> you can be 185, no a problem. <laughs> no a you problem. You ever heard Bobby Lee do his dad? That's what he does. He adds yeah. like a uh to He's everything. Great. Yeah, phenomenal. <laughs> um, but you, you want to talk about PEDs, especially when you talk about Overeem and Dos Santos. Oh, yeah. Listen, well, man. <clears throat> Overeem was on some shit. We all know this. Overeem so, so was 100%. 100%. So 100%. the X Factor was. Well, he got how, caught. How, yes. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. I'm not saying anything that's not out right, there. It's not so out the there. X Factor was, how like what kind of Overeem are we going to get? I'm still a big fan of Overeem. He looked great. You what, Me man. too. I'm a huge fan. And, you know, people think, because here's the thing. like if there's, there's other sports where if you accuse a guy of cheating, everybody hates that guy. Like, you know, people will talk about certain athletes that, that got caught doing something. Mm -hmm. And then people will go, fuck that guy, man. He's a fucking cheater. Like, I heard the dudes talking about, who's the deflate gate guy? What's his name? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Like, he's a fucking cheater. He's a cheater. <laughs> Nobody gives a fucking MMA. They don't give a fuck. No. They know, but they want to know because yes. we're all suspicious. Yes. Like, why does Overeem look so much different? Yes. Why? Say What's it. Wrong? Say yeah. it. Say it. But even, forget it or not, he's fucking awesome. Dude, it's phenomenal. I'm, I was so impressed with Overeem on Saturday night. That was a tough goddamn fight. And did you see the thing he's doing, the Wim Hof method? He got in 40-degree water for 30 minutes, and he's, he's breathing. He's got Overeem? Wim Hof co coaching him. Yeah. Jesus, I didn't see that. Wim Hof is from Holland, as oh, is fuck, Overeem. That's right. That's and they, they got together, and he's like teaching him these methods to optimize his body. And I'll tell you what, man. Just talking to Wim Hof makes you feel like you can go run around naked in the snow. Yeah, I listen to that shit. I started holding my breath. He's, a, he's a motherfucker. What do you dude. use? Uh, what techniques do you use? I use the breathing technique before I go on stage. Really? Yeah, yeah. I do it for about 10 minutes before I go on stage. I get high Whoa. as fuck. Whoa. It's crazy. You get like oxygen high. Like you're <gasps> taking, you take, no, 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 you're, you're taking, you take a gigantic breath and you only let out like half of it. And then you flood it up again. You take the biggest breath you can. You only let out a little bit of it. And you keep doing that. You for keep doing that for minutes. I do it for two minutes at a time. And then you stop. I mean, you're, How, you're just you're like before you on stage. Yeah, like five minutes before or so, like right before. It's so easy, and yet I'm it's so awesome. lazy. I mean, it's so <laughs> easy. It's the yeah. easiest shit ever. Yeah. It's not like special weird Hickson breathing. It's just on it. gigantic breaths. That's no, it. Can do you it. do? Can you do the easiest shit for three minutes and still I don't do it? I do it if I start feeling sick too. If like I feel run down or something like that, I'll do it for a few minutes. I'll just sit down, do it for like two minutes. You know what? I really started doing it seriously too. I started doing it after you and I talked about it on the phone. Well, you go, like, have you been doing that Wim Hof method? I go, nah. And you, and you were saying the same thing. We're so lazy. Yeah, it's so easy. Nobody it. does it. I said, yeah, you know what? All right, I'm going to start doing it before shows. I'll just do it before shows. And, oh, my God. I love dude, it. I had a dude off Abbott Kenny, big, big dude, bald. He goes, bro, listen to Rogan's podcast with what's the dude's name? Wim Hof. Wim Hof. He goes, hey, man, what are you doing uh, tomorrow morning? I'm like, uh, you know, I got shit to do, man. He goes, well, every morning at 4.30, we meet on the beach, and we do these breathing techniques. Whoa. Yeah, cool. See you there, man. Good luck <laughs> at 4.30 a.m. Yeah. yeah. Huh? <laughs> Fuck no. Oh, can you schedule me for never? Yeah, I'm not coming, man. <laughs> Why don't you get in the water, pussy? Yeah, well, I think I they do. What? I do think they, they do. Yeah, oh, they do that Lord. breathing that shit. That so cold. That water in the Pacific in the feels winter good, is though, so man. cold. It feels fucking refreshing. Oh, yeah. It's good. I don't like water in my eyes, though. Does salt water fuck with your eyes hardcore? No, yoga does. 
That's interesting. In it, that the it's probably sweat. hair care products. Do you have hair care products? <laughs> no, no, for real. No, I don't. Yeah. Okay, I don't. I but do that on do, purpose. Yeah. yeah. You know when I used to fuck with me hard, dude. When I used to do Fear Factor, I used to wear sunscreen on. So I'd have sunscreen on my head, and then I would go on stage that night, and the sunscreen would drip because I would sweat on stage. That makes the sense. Sunscreen would drip in your eyes, and it's fucking fire. It's yeah. awful. That shit burns. It's really bad for your eyes too. Like you can actually fuck with your vision. It's super bad. I for feel your like eyes. I sweat so much during yoga that all the sweat gets in my eyes. So for mm. the for like the next day, I'm like blinking trying to get it out. Yeah, no, I don't know if that's normal. Or... No, I, I I definitely get sweat in my eyes. Yeah, but sweat is like so much better than sweat with uh with sunscreen. Yeah, it's gonna burn. Yeah, man. Um, I think that uh that whole getting in the ocean thing like is is probably something people have been doing forever to refresh their body. Like oh. I think it's instinctive. Like the, you know how they do those ice plunges? Those people, those yeah, polar my aunt bear does people. It. She's part of the polar bear club. <laughs> my aunt does that shit. Polar bear club in San Francisco, son. You know how it feels when you get out of that uh, cryo tank. You feel fucking amazing, man. You feel amazing. Now, I think, now mix that with the ocean. There's some yeah. energy in the ocean. Oh, then yeah. it's cold. I love it, man. The, the ocean's alive. Yeah. Did you see that video? In San Francisco Bay, right next to the dock, a shark murks a seal. Murks his ass. Murks it. Just leaves this gigantic puddle. Of, I mean, it's like a movie scene. The shark comes out of the water with the seal. And it's a big it's ass shark. It's on YouTube? Shark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamie, Can we see that? Jamie, play this thing. Yeah, it's like. All these fucks are eating clam chowder. It's like a 12 foot shark, right? It's, a, it's huge. It's a, watch this. Watch this. Damn, he had it right on cue. Yeah, How? watch this. This is fucking amazing. Jamie's the. Look at this. Boom, Boom bitch. I mean, come on, son. Look at all that blood. But he gets away. Oh, yeah. The little seal's like, not today, motherfucker. Well, he's dead. No, I mean, he, he's, well, you'll he's see bleeding him. like crazy. Oh, no, he's in trouble. But look the at shark him. probably just bit a giant chunk out of him. See, he's on the top. He's dead. Look at all the blood. Nah, dog, he gets away. I, I he comes understand, back. but look at all that blood. I mean, he's not going anywhere. Oh, wow. I'm not, yeah, he's He's kind of moving away a little, but he's not going I anywhere. I appreciate the effort. Good Lord, look at that puddle. I agree. Look at all these fucks running over from the clam chowder. <laughs> oh yeah, man. I would well, be. I'd be fuck, like, oh shit, dude. That's all I want to see in life. Fuck. I'd love to see something like that. So crazy that it's right there, and that's that's just it opens your eyes as to what that's really like. Because we, if we were just outside of the woods, right, and you would sit in your house, look, he hits him again, boom. Look at this. Look at now he's dead. Okay, now he's dead. He's been dead. I think that thing's just wiggling. Well, he's kind of doing the damn thing. Thing he's gonna get away with one fin. I wonder what is happening. Maybe he, like lets it go. Or look. Oh my God! Look at this. We're watching this, folks, and this is like maybe thirty feet away from people. It looks like Jaws. Look, he's getting away though, but then he gets. What, we don't. Up. I don't know what's happening there. I just see some motion. motion he's making in the an water. effort. Do you think he is? Hundred percent. Do you think he's? There's more than one seal. It just doesn't seem like that thing could bleed that much. But look, he's up here now. You Maybe know what? More there might be seal. a bunch of seals, Joe. He must be just jacking seals. Oh, oh God! Son. Look at that. That's insane. Never gets old. It never gets old. See for that me. seal looks so little. Do that again, Jamie. Like watch. He's he's got it in his mouth when he flies out of the water. I think that you know there's way better footage than that. It's just in South well, Africa. Well, that's in San yeah, Francisco. Yeah, yeah. That's San Francisco. Yes, yes. But See, Eddie, your that's, balls that's deep in clam chowder. Yeah. Shark attack. Yeah. But th what I'm saying is like if we yeah, makes it better. Like here, watch this. Watch this one more time. Watch this the up close thing. Boom! Look how little it is. See how little it is? Yeah. And it's like a puppy. Blood. It looks like a puppy, and there's right. blood everywhere. So that or thing's maybe, dead. Or I maybe think it looks like a puppy one. because right, of right. the. Maybe we just yeah. can't tell because of the. No, it's too. It's so little. Look how little. We'll go one more time. It's so little in his mouth. Like watch when it comes out of the water. It's got it in his mouth. See that? Look at that. Boom. That's little. That thing's dead as fuck. Look at all that blood afterwards. God, I can't get enough of it. 
I think that there's probably a gang of them in there, and he's just swimming around jacking them. Just fucking full-on buffet. Golden I bet they just eat. I don't think they've stopped getting hungry. Is they just there, probably just eat shit and keep eating. Is there any like, ultimate footage you could pop, throw up like from South Africa? Oh yeah, like the real shit. Oh, yeah, well, there's some I'm legit sure we could find shit. Some. Yeah. Well, they're like completely flying that. out of the like giant. Well, I know, no, thirty I've seen feet those. away from a hundred people just yeah. sitting there watching. It's Fisherman's on the... Wharf. Yeah. You're chilling, yeah. and this fucking great whites next to you. But like I was saying, like if you looked in your backyard, and your backyard was right there, and you watched some crazy like crocodile tearing apart a zebra, oh, like right in that. your backyard, you'd be like, "What the fuck? I'm not going out there." Absolutely not. But people are like, "Let's go in the ocean. Let's go swimming around." Hey, you know, and I love man, I love surfing. <laughs> I love surfing because it makes the uh, where I'm standing on look a lot like seals, which is what sharks eat. <laughs> <laughs> I like to get my flippers in. My arms look like flippers when I'm lying on a surfboard. It makes it even black. more exciting. I wear all yeah. black. I like to wear a wetsuit because it looks like a seal, and then I get in there. And I fucking, I hope that like Mother Nature like looks out for me, man. Yeah, you'd think they'd make the wetsuits white or something. Well, you like, think they? Look at that! Oh my look god! Jesus Christ! That, that is night, a crazy, shamu. scary fucking animal. There's nothing scarier than that. Shit. Nothing. Wow, look at that! Look at that! Jesus uh, look Christ! Look at those. And it's really easy to get those shots. They're just, I mean, they're everywhere in Well, South what they're Africa. doing is they're dragging a fake they're seal. They're honey-dicking the sharks. Yeah. <laughs> See that? Non-stop. That's a fake seal that they pull in water. The shark's Look like, motherfucker. coming up in the water. <gasps> Good Lord. False. Oh, I want to do something like that, man. Fuck South yeah. Africa's Whoa. ocean. Fuck that ocean. Can you ocean. imagine? Jesus Christ. How quickly it, you would you would die? Yeah, he died. Is that why they show him he died? I don't know. He's an idiot. Dude, it'd be a good way to go. It'd be <laughs> no, a dope way not. to go. Are be you a kidding me? Way to go. Oh, bro, Look I want to go like this. Thing. Oh you imagine you're like 85 and they take you out there in a little boat. I love it. You're on a little boat. When did they first feel realize that they jumped out of the water? I want to say that that wasn't that long ago. Like only like a couple decades ago. I think there was just rumors that sharks jumped out of yeah, the water. Yeah, it just hit Shark Week like two <laughs> years ago. We're like, holy <laughs> fuck, they can fly. I don't think they really necessarily. Wouldn't it be crazy? How about this? Wouldn't it be crazy if they just started doing it recently? Like, you know how we always like to think of human evolution and we think of human evolution as being like something that is like completely and totally unique. Like we got really smart. We figured out cable and the internet yeah. and no other animals are ever going to figure that out. But what they're starting to say now about chimpanzees, and there's a theory about this that um, these, these, these scientists were debating whether or not chimpanzees are beginning to enter into the stone age. Meaning whether or not chimpanzees are starting to experiment with tools to the point where it could be thought of as a natural trait and whether Damn, or not they're going to start teaching each other. I mean, that we know that human beings at one point in time used to be some sort of an ancient primate and we evolved and, and we developed and we grew and we became what we are today. Right. We know we did, we weren't this way. No. Always, four yeah. million years evolved, ago. Yeah. We became this over time. Why wouldn't we assume that other animals are doing the same thing? And if they are doing the same thing, we're seeing that right now with chimps. Imagine if we're seeing that shit with sharks, too. Imagine if they go, you know what looks cool as fuck, dude? When you jack a seal and fly out of the ocean, just to let those cunts know, look at me, bitch. Come surf, <laughs> motherfucker. It's <laughs> like, think about like what things people do to show off. Like... Those flips that those BMX bikers do, I agree. they couldn't do that 10 years ago mm -hmm. or 20 years ago. They didn't do it. Nobody did it. All of a sudden, they do it. Well, these fucking sharks are starting to jump out of the water. What if like, it was like 10 years ago, they just didn't do it? 
What if one shark did it and the other sharks were like, oh, that and shit that shark, works. Yeah, that shark got a lot of shark pussy. And the other sharks were like, I got to start doing that too. Pe- it's called peacocking, son. <laughs> you have smoked yourself, retarded. <laughs> hey, but. <laughs> Hey. You hey. smoked yourself for that. It wouldn't be the first Excuse time. Me, did you Did you see that video? Is there a the conspiracy theory? Is it, there's a video that I just saw last week on Facebook. It had like a, zillion, a gazillion views, but there's a monkey sitting in front of a screen with all these squares, and uh, this sequence of numbers, one through ten, pops up in the squares, and you see it all mixed up just for a flash. And the chimp goes, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I couldn't do it. Now, I don't know if it's a hoax video. I was trying to do it. But I couldn't remember. I couldn't put them in order. But the monkeys, apparently, unless it's a hoax video, it could be, says chimps have a better short-term memory than humans or it's just me because I couldn't do it. They figured out how to do it to get food. And they teach them these sequences over like a long period of time. They teach them how to do it. And then they they know they're going to get food. But look, they've been doing it for a while. It's and then they give him a treat. Dude, you remember when that dumb bitch had a pet chimpanzee? Yeah, but, but look at the code. It's just one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, yeah, eight, nine. Exactly. See, it's not like some super secret code. Like, Come on. watch the beginning. <laughs> see, it's one, two, three. Oh, well, here's what's going look. on, though. They block out the numbers so you can't see what the numbers are. Exactly. See, at first, but look at it. At first, he does it, you see the numbers. Yeah. Oh, that's just blocks. And then. They do it again, and then they hide the number. They show it to him briefly for a moment, and then they hide the numbers. Yeah, look at how fast he's. Look at this. I couldn't have done that. I wouldn't have done it. You know, look at that. That's challenging. What the fuck? We better take these motherfuckers out. out. The human. Yeah, and it's in a different order. It's a different order every time. Look at them walking on a tightrope. Watch them walk on the tightrope. Watch this again. This is what's bananas. Watch them walk on this fucking telephone cord or whatever that is. Spooky looking. They're terrifying. They're terrifying. That Planet of the Apes shit, oh, imagine if they got just smart enough to be like those things in Planet of the Apes. We gotta take them out before that happens. Oh, we'd have to take them out. Bro, uh, remember that Remember that lady who had like the boyfriend chimpanzee? <laughs> yeah, she he gave was chilling. She He was chilling in a robe and shit, mm-hmm. drinking wine. And then oh, one day he mm-hmm. said, nah, bitch, ripped her face off. Remember no, that? not her face, her friend's face, because her friend oh, was cock blocking. Right. <laughs> that's what it is. I think that chimp was getting some pussy. That's what I think's happening. She, I was, think she 100% was 100% sucking she was his dick. banging him. Yeah. What are you doing over there, Eddie Bravo, on the microphone? I got some that is tough, chocolate with bacon in it here. Okay. Well, does that sound good? It's definitely not open it on the mic. <laughs> but I need I need a pair of scissors. You got Why some scissors. Why your Jim? teeth, man? I tried to. Chuck dude. it over here. I'll get it this for you. This is like steel paper. So that so with that lady, I see I thought it was her that got fucked up. Oh yeah. shit. Powerful teeth by Joe Rogan. Bite in there, bacon, man. Bacon, I'm good. I'm good. Let's just take that wrapper off though so it doesn't <laughs> oh. make everybody get angry at us. Let on me know Twitter. how it is, Eddie. <laughs> So the friend was cock blocking. That's what it was. So the friend came over and was like, "Oh, what's up, champ yeah, in a row?" Like, That's I'm cool. trying to get my dick sucked, and he and he went crazy <laughs> and he attacked her. Did he her. rip his face yep. off? He ripped her face off. I wonder if she like said, "Hey, you get out of here." If she got threatening to him Beat or something it, like that. I wonder like if there was like an an exchange or if he said, "All right, enough of this cock blocking. I'm just gonna pull this bitch's eyes out." He had a robe on, bro. I think he had a diaper. A robe and a diaper. Do you see the picture of him in a robe? She like dressed him up and shit. Jesus Christ! And then finally he's like, "Can we this see is this? Bl- I want to see oh, this." this. Well, there's pictures of her too. If you want to get really she sad. got fucked. Didn't he like rip her face and tore like her titties face off or something? Tore her face apart completely. And then the chicks on the phone, right? Going like she's yeah. crying. Yeah, she's yeah. Like, My fucking monkey just he's, killed my he was friend. Two hundred pounds. He was huge. I mean, he was. He eating. slept in her bed. I yep. thought he slept in her bed. Uh, she mm. gave him. She gave him Xanax. 
and she gave him red wine. So even if he wasn't <laughs> fucking her, which he probably was fucking her, 100%. he had a giant dick, a giant chimp dick, and Good giant chimp on. balls, and he's yeah. probably horny all the time. So maybe she just jerked him off every now and again. You know, maybe, who knows what the fuck happened, but that chimp was like her companion. Like, he loved her. That was her man. Yeah, it was her man. <laughs> and, and then he ripped he her face, face off. We're like, he's like, he wasn't it fixed. doesn't matter if that happened. He wasn't fixed. No, so he's think a of wild a person, chimp in a row. Think of a dude, a horny dude, and he's, he's cuddling with this girl all the time, and he's never getting any pussy, and then a friend comes over right when he thinks he's about to get the pussy. The friend comes over and like, you're sleeping with a monkey. He's like, you fucking cunt. You gotta rip her face off. <laughs> tears her apart. <laughs> fucking bitch. Face oh off. Oh my God, what a monster. What a terrifying thing. An intelligent, super powerful primate that rips your face apart. That sips wine and is fucking chilling. And, and Xanax. She was giving it Xanax. Who knows what the Imagine fuck Xanax how hard he fucked her after the wine. <laughs> you know, monkeys probably have a lower tolerance than humans. You probably hammered. A drunken monkey sex. I wonder if she gave him wine and Xanax no wonder she time. he's gonna rip that asshole up. You know what I mean? No wonder <laughs> she's living there. It's, it's like science. you ain't going fucking nowhere. You're staying here. There he is. There he is, man. Look at her face, son. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, oh my god. Like if one of you guys called me and was like, yo out. man, I got this champ, come and see it. No, oh, I'm not fucking coming over. He's terrifying. He, oh, tore, he literally tore her face apart. Crazy shit. That's him chilling in her room and ever. shit. Yeah. Look at the family photo there in the yellow and blue. I don't mean to laugh, oh, but so scary. what the fuck? What kind oh. of crazy bitch is this? Well, you know, people are allowed to have wild animals that they shouldn't be allowed to. They just haven't changed the laws in certain places. There's actually a documentary called The Elephant in the Living Room. It's all about people that own wild animals, like dangerous wild animals. And there's parts of the country where you could just, like Ohio, there was this guy that had a bunch of them. He had tigers and lions and elephants and shit. And then he opened up the gates and shot himself in the head. He was like, fuck this. Open the gates, let the animals out, and then fucking iced himself. And so the cops came, and the cops had to just start shooting these animals. They had to find fuck them yeah. and shoot them. But they're like all just, just wandering down the street. They don't know where the fuck they're going. They've been in these fenced cages their whole life. That's horrible. Oh, it's so crazy. Dude, how about the uh, the kid who his parents, or I think it was his mom, owned like a crazy uh, snake uh, pet oh, yeah. shop, and he committed suicide by letting a cobra bite him. The cobra bit him eight times. Oh. That's how he committed suicide. Jesus Christ. Some gnarly shit, man. Again, good way to go. I don't know about all that, dude. Well, I'm just well, saying gangster like, way to go. Gangster, yeah. It's insanely painful, I think. Damn, yeah, that can't be good. Speaking of suicide, have <laughs> you guys, dude, seriously, you guys got to watch Soaked in Bleach. Dude, I've seen it. What oh, is my it? God. Oh, is it? It's the brand new Kurt Cobain documentary oh, about God. Courtney Love. It. Courtney Love did it. She did it, dude. He's what do got you mean tapes. she did it? Dude. Watch this. She killed him? She hired. Saying? Yes, 100%. Dude, in this doc, dude, it's this. If she you hired, say dude, one more time, the internet is going to explode. They're going to freak out on you. They're going to rip your face so off like a chimpanzee. It's so mind-boggling. This is the thing that, that people history, do. History is going to be rewritten on how a, a like a Jimi Hendrix type, I mean, rock star. It's been out for killed. a while though. Now already. they got to change. No, this that's, year it came out this year, 2015, dude. That's one of those. No, 2015. That's one of those stories that is so crazy that when you start telling people, you have to dude them up just to get dude, them prepared for it. Dude, right, right. You got to prepare them. You got a dude. How bad is it, dude? Dude, bro, dude. I agree, dude. You almost yeah. like with all your dudes, I get like more and more prepared for crazy. 2015. Yeah, but but what, but what they do is uh, they have this the they have the out. they have the private investigator that Courtney hired to make her look good, but she just went through the yellow pages and hired a motherfucker. She yeah. hired like the 
detective of all detectives. Right. What was what was going and down? He's the guy is who Kurt Cobain. Kurt okay. Cobain had her sign a prenup. And right. this all come. This is all real shit. When Correct. you watch this, he was divorcing her and writing her out of the will. He was in the process of writing out of the will, and since she she signed a prenup, she wasn't going to get that much. And he she was totally fucked up on heroin. He was trying to clean his shit up, according to this documentary. And then, um, if she, if she had something, it looks, it appears that she had something to do with his murder it 100%. appears based on that documentary it, it fucking dude they got oh dude here we go again dude dude the, 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 dude when he shot himself <laughs> yes when he shot himself okay when you are they saying he didn't shoot himself no no, no. they're saying he did but they're saying he didn't do it because he, he had too much heroin in his body how much heroin they found in his blood system could have right. operate a gun there's no and, way he, no, he had enough shoot. heroin in his body to cause 10 overdoses on people. It was just like, it was crazy. Well, the let, me ask, let me ask you this. Um, is it possible his tolerance was so high that he could just do it? When other well, when you, when, you listen, when you listen to all the shit that's private, she hired a private investigator to find this missing Kurt. We don't know where he's at. He bought a shotgun and he's going to, he's suicidal. She was just putting it all out there. And from day one, this private investigator started taping everything and goes, this girl's full of she shit. She was calling like TMZ so he, and she, leaking all this stuff. Stuff, cause the Who private investigator, there was no TMZ then. Well, not well, she was calling like the MTV, the MTV, oh, whatever. Okay. Courtney was calling MTV saying he's suicidal, he's got a she bought a shot. The detective was like, How the fuck is this getting out? And then he traced, traced it back to she's like, He's yeah. like, This bitch is releasing it. And then Whoa. with that, with the evidence, yeah, uh, the way he shot himself, if according to how he would do it, mm -hmm. that they found him, the way the shotgun shell fell is all wrong. It should have fell the other, even way. beyond that, though. All the no, taped conversation, shit. the taped conversations, he taped everything. Everything, mad conversation, him and and her lawyer, him and her, and this, this is the shit she would say. She'd be all fucked up on heroin. Oh. In her voice, would say, "See, you know, they're, they're supposed to be looking for Kurt, but she knows where he's at. She's calling the rehab thirteen times a day, and he won't take her calls. She's freaking out. She's gonna get written out of the will. She needs his ass dead. I, I, that's the way it looks. She says shit like this to the private investigator on tape. She'll say, you know, my album's coming out, and, and I'm, I started this rumor that I had an OD. She's saying this, she goes, but where should I go with this? Should I say it was an OD, or should I say, no, it wasn't an OD. That was twisted. It was actually me being suicidal because I can't find Kurt. What do you think? And the private investigator's going, I think that's a really, really bad idea. She goes, but it's, it's publicity. It's for my album. It's one of the best She's documentaries shit, I've ever seen. Dude. It's, it's she, amazing. Oh. It's She's amazing. a piece. Of, it's all on tape. Oh how about how about God. their own daughter didn't invite her to her wedding? Jamie's she got married in on and this didn't. Too. Look at him. The daughter yeah. got married I've didn't never invite seen her. It. It's a little. They do a little bit of a. Not mockumentary, but there's some reenacted scenes. Yeah, they do that. Yeah. No, they do. It's everything. It's I a agree. That's a little nasty. Yeah, I agree. No, you fuck this, Jamie. No, but it's <laughs> not this. It's you're a doc, this. dude. Make no we're mistake about this. it, dude. It's a documentary <laughs> with uh, with evidence. Every forensics no, I, I'm expert not, I'm not that they have on that. the actual evidence. Yeah. I just fucking hate reenactments. They drive me, me nuts. Too. It's bad. Yeah. And it doesn't yeah. even look like Kurt Cobain. I'm like, you know what I love when they have those fucking TV shows like 48 Hours or something like that, and they have a reenactment. And then the reenactment dude doesn't look nothing like the other <laughs> yeah. like, Come on. Yeah. They like show up with the they gun. They did a pretty good job though with like the Courtney and they did a good oh, job. Oh, they had a fake Kurt Cobain. Yeah, that's tough. No. You fucked no. this, Jamie. You had no, to bring that's this up. not in the movie. Yeah, it no. is. No. Yeah, it is. No. Dude, you don't understand. It's an actual.
actual documentary with, me. with little scenes. <laughs> no, it's, like, it's not the whole thing like that. But why it's didn't just they like just use actual pieces. photos of Kurt Cobain? No, they did. Instead they of did. That. They Cor- used Cor- all that. Courtney wouldn't release anything to him. Courtney tried stopping this documentary from coming out. I don't uh, know if you know that, dude. She, she tried. Regardless, tried they got her. She, it's her voice scheming and lying to this private investigator. She knows wow. where he's at. She's pretending that he's missing. She keeps saying that he's suicidal. Jeez. He bought a shotgun. Jesus yeah. Christ. And then the cops, like the former police chief of Seattle where all this happened, he's on the documentary saying, this was, they got to reopen this thing. They, gotta, <gasps> they, they want to reopen all the case. Of them, all oh the forensic. Yeah, this they is true. Even Jones Sober face. Jamie. I have to There's turn a, to Sober uh, Jamie. <laughs> yes. They talked to a really good uh, a detective. I think he's from L.A. or he's been in a, a lot of major cases and he's essentially the head. He's He like wrote the book on how to look at a murder investigation and he's saying, look at this case again. And why they don't is a little corruption in the Seattle she paid Police a lot. She, she was paying they did a lot it all of people, wrong. Man. They did it she, all wrong. He said usually for them to say it was a suicide, there's like all stuff that goes into it. They literally like, nope, suicide. And the, even the detective was like, what the fuck? That quick? No one's going to do any research? Well, how do you it's go about day. bribing cops? Dollar how do you bill, bu- son? But can you just do that? Like if a high-profile case like that where Kurt Cobain commits suicide, who the fuck would she talk to to hook up some sort of bribery? How do you do something? She was a gazillionaire, dude. Hold on, hold on. It was a lot of dumbness, just a lot of bad procedure and a lot of circumstantial dumb things that happened. Sort of like the John Benet Ramsey case where they just kept, they fucked up the murder case. Or the OJ thing. Like they fucked up a bunch of stuff and evidence and then finally like, ah, it's a suicide. Well, the guy, the head detective, the guy that was in charge of everything, he soon got fired or quit forced to quit for some other scandals. He could have oh, easily she was known for yeah. paying people off. Oh, she was just giving okay, people cash. crazy. So he fuck. got he got in trouble for other shit as yes. well. Oh, he was yeah. a, he was a he's the, the guy too. in charge, the guy who didn't want to look into anything. There was a private investigator, the guy who, who put the shit together, he went to the lead detective. He was a former cop, this private investigator. He knows he knows proper procedure. He goes up to the guy and says, Hey listen, I've been uh, uh, I was hired by Courtney Love I've been uh, on this case for the last month. You, you need to talk to me. And I got a lot of shit. And the guy didn't want to talk to him. Wow. He wouldn't talk to him. That's true. Like that, I like it, seems, it seems like dude, the head detective. Dude, scaring me. I don't want to watch that. Oh, now. Dude, oh no, you want to watch like, it. What if oh, I yeah. run into her somewhere? We're going to have to kill her. Dude, wow. I think the world is going to turn on her, dude. I know. The world is going to turn on her, dude. The world is going to turn on her. Thank God this is a comedy podcart. Oh, I know, right? I don't think the world is because we're just finding out about it. It's been out for a while. When did it come out? I saw it on a laptop. But that's now. It's almost over. 2015 is becoming 2016. You know, no, they, ju- they just made it available We're talking on about it now. Oh, they the, just made it available. On What's yeah, that I, I heard about it on uh, the OP channel earlier this year. They interviewed the director. How long ago was this? Mm, the summer. See, that's what I'm worried about. But it just like, hit Netflix just now. So that's oh, yeah, it just hit it. Netflix. Well, that might just be it. Netflix is the motherfucker of motherfuckers yes. when it comes to spreading shit. And then JRE? I mean, we're talking about it right now. Go oh, my God. That's right. We're talking about it on the JRE. <laughs> I said we send a chimp to our house. <laughs> a horny chip, just a chip in a robe with a fucking jug of wine and a bottle of Pels. What's up, bitch? And a, a bottle of Viagra and a Nirvana shirt. Just and a cold what's up, bitch? blue steel oh, chip. Shit. Oh my god, with the one with the baby in the water. <laughs> that shirt, fucking epic. Man, I can't believe you really think that shit. You know what's crazy to me? I, I mean, I've done my best, and we've all fucked up in life, but I've done my best to try to avoid total nightmare type relationships like that like that seems like not just a nightmare relationship but the nightmare if that is true with a completely insane person who's willing to not just fake things for publicity but possibly 
you know, they're insinuating allegedly killing him. Right? There's a lot of jealousy there too. But look at a brilliant fucking musician he was. Oh, it's amazing. A, it's, it just kills you the idea that some unbelievably brilliant guy gets shacked up with some knucklehead. The like that's man. what always drove everybody crazy about Yoko Ono and John Lennon. Like how, how, how was that the way? I don't know if that was the wedge and the Beatles. We weren't there. I'm just guessing. But that's Still, what everybody though, says. Is there any way you could pick a hotter how? girl? Eddie didn't even talk about the suicide note. Oh, the oh, suicide no, check note. Check this out. Check this out. Preach, Eddie. The suicide note that was supposedly how found. How dare you, Jamie? <laughs> It was, it, it was like the first, the first half of it, it wasn't even about, it was like about his music and all this. It wasn't, it didn't sound like a suicide note. Then at the end, she pieced it together, practiced his signature in her backpack. They found her practicing, her oh practicing. She wrote that shit. Oh my God. So a lot of it was other stuff. And then she I wrote love you. The I love you. I love you. He was divorcing her and yeah. writing her out of the will. Yes. He was divorcing her. And that's a fact. Talking about leaving Nirvana too, supposedly. Yeah. Whoa. So it's she some watched, shit, son. She washed his handwriting on the paper and and wrote something at the bottom of a paper that he had written on. Yeah, it doesn't even match up. They're saying oh forensic scientists say it doesn't even match up. She wanted to to make it seem like it, it was something that she, he really wrote. So she was trying to blend it all in together. Oh my god, that is fucking some terrifying. dark shit, man. Is this possible? So I mean, you there's guys a reason. Are, there's a reason Dave Grohl. Dave Dave Grohl. Man, I'm a hundred percent convinced she was involved in it somehow. I'm a hundred. She set it too, up, and I'm not. She set it up. guy. I'm a hundred percent. Do you think this is going to be like that movie, The Jenks? How the Jenks took down that murderer dude, that TV yes. show? Yes. Yes. You think so? Man. How crazy would it be in our lifetime if all of a sudden Courtney Love winds up getting arrested and convicted for Kurt Cobain's mur murder, and then you start thinking about all the guys that publicly dated her, like mm. Ed Norton? Ed Norton. That oh, that's right. That fucking guy was dating her after the the suicide. Alleged suicide. A lot of rock stars. Billy Corrigan. Um, yeah, he Tw dated Twiggy her too. Ramirez. Yeah. Damn. Well, didn't he? Did he was Billy all over Corgan the place. have a giant falling out with her after? Like he helped her write that one brilliant. Well, album. her first album. That Kurt wrote. That, that's a, that's a Nirvana album. Which one album. is that? Which one is that's that? That's the one. Uh, what song is in it? Uh, Doll parts. Oh, that's and, a great uh, one. That's man. a that was a great that album. So good. And every people on the inside know that Kurt put that shit together man, for him. He, it yeah. seems yeah. like it because so it's so he yeah. she didn't want to do. Brilliant. He dies. That album blows up. It was all perfect timing for. She becomes this huge star. Doesn't want to put out. Um, <sighs> I think it was the uh, doesn't want to put out another album and and she's banging Billy Corgan. This is according to Billy Corgan on Howard Stern. He said that oh um, he had to convince her to make another album. She was afraid, of course, because she knew it wasn't going to live yeah, up to that first album. So Billy put that album together and wrote most of it, and and he convinced her to do it and help her put it all together. Well, he's Dave, a he's Dave, a brilliant Dave songwriter. Dave Grohl doesn't even fuck with her. Like exactly. he he didn't take the, there was a HBO Kurt Cobain documentary, which is brilliant. The way it was done was amazing. But he wouldn't even take. He wanted nothing to do with it. Wow. This one or that one. He wanted nothing to do this with it. This is scary. It is scary shit. Scary shit. Yeah. That's it's scary that someone could become a murderer and just integrate right back into pop culture. And no one, she no got one, away with it for so long. On on. She got away with it. But this isn't, on, this isn't the first documentary. I remember I watched one a few years back where there was another guy that was accusing her of, uh, of murdering. Yeah. And in that documentary, it was all conspiracy theory uh, status back then. Uh, this private investigator, he plays a little part hard. in it, but he didn't, he didn't release any of the tapes. He had all the tapes. He has hours and hours of their conversations where her just bullshitting and lying the yep. whole time. Oh, my he God. He catches her in so many lies. Yeah. This is so yeah. scary. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm getting nervous. I get nervous when I talk about this. Imagine like that someone alive that does that. Yeah. That pull and fills him up with heroin and writes his love. Can't do it twice though. Suicide note and blows his brains out. Yep. Whatever the fuck. Not she do did it, it once. I agree. And guess, did just, if she really did do it once, and that happened, and what year was that happened? What year like was 94, that? 93. But check this out. 94? Their nanny, their nanny was a guy that used to fuck her. Preach. Come on. Come on. What? Yes. True. <laughs> Lucy yeah, that was their nanny. While they were married or before they were no, married? No, while they were married. Oh, my God. While they were married. Whoa, the darkness continues. The darkness. rolls in yeah. like a fog. Kurt, uh, Kurt Cobain, one oh of the greats. Dude, when you hear her voice conniving and she she's a master at handling the press. Oh, oh shit. She's a everything, beast Everything back then was coming from MTV, <clears throat> like all the news. And it was all coming from her directly. She was all over that shit. Oh so she was God. putting out all the... Everybody that knows him, everybody that knew him really well said he was not suicidal. It, her, his family, the interview, she, his family and friends are like, Kurt was 100% not suicidal. Like he, he put on this whole like grunge Jesus thing. He was not suicidal. Christ, no. Oh, and he, and he also they, they said a lot of times like he ki he killed himself because he had that stomach issue that was gone. Yeah, he exactly. didn't have that. That was cured. Yeah. He, so the, the, what, what stomach issue? He had a stomach problem. Intestine he, it, issue. It, he would say, "Man, intestine." Would, <laughs> uh, sorry, intestines. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. yeah. He would. He would. There was a statement he made that said that uh, it made him want to kill himself. The pain. Oh. But, but, so that's when he started doing shit like exactly, that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, she really, ran with it. She would oh run with that. God. stuff but you saying he was cured at that time before. yeah it was all coming oh from her it's, it's, you gotta watch it we just can't we just gave him the whole fucking plot i'm terrified yeah. you guys yeah. are fucking spoiler alert, alert man. he dies at the end what yes yeah man she did it though did you ever see the photos that they released on the internet? Those oh, yeah. autopsy photos? I get into that. That's it. almost, it's almost like, what if you found out that Jimi Hendrix was murdered by the CIA or something? Well, you know, you you know, know there's I mean? a Jimi Hendrix book. Jimi Hendrix's former bodyguard is a guy who says that Jimi Hendrix was murdered by his former manager because he was leaving his manager. And that same manager killed Jimi Hendrix's girlfriend. God, Jimi Hendrix's girl, Jimi Hendrix's girlfriend. Shit. A lot of people don't know. After Jimi what? Hendrix died, after Jimi Hendrix died, his girlfriend was thrown off a roof in Soho. Yeah, they said she committed suicide, but this guy says they threw her off a roof because she knows that they killed Jimmy because Jimmy was leaving his manager. This is one thing the manager did do, okay? The manager had Jimmy kidnapped, had Jimmy kidnapped and then rescued him oh, to, show him, to show him that Jimmy needed him. Jesus. So the manager had Jimi Hendrix fucking kidnapped. Is this fact or conspiracy theory? I don't know. I wasn't there, obviously. But th this is according to the, this, this guy, and apparently the kidnap store has been said before. Like the kidnap story has been said before, but this, such a shame, this man. Bouncer, this brilliant, brilliant artist. Well, that happens dance, though. These son. these manager characters, especially in the old days of show business. I mean, think about what we're talking about in the '60s. The '60s is just 20 years removed from the fucking '40s. Sure. You know what I'm saying? I mean, mm. think about the '40s. The '40s are just 20 years removed. We can go back and back until uh -huh. we get the Gangs of New York, right? Like the crazy fucking movie with uh, brilliant, yeah, Leonardo. Daniel Day Lewis, where yeah. they were killing each other with that. Like the, we're talking about a different era of humanity. Humanity, okay, it was so, easy to kill the, people back then. The 1960s, the people that were running show business, there was a lot of gangsters in the music business, like legitimate gangsters that would get involved in the career of Frank Sinatra. Yeah, they would get involved in the career of a lot of different artists. It was very, very common because they could make a lot of money and they liked being big shots and they liked saying, "Hey, I'm Jimi Hendrix's manager. Let me in the door, please." And these fucking people infiltrated, like that fucking guy that was in the producer that was in with the Beatles, the guy who uh, shot the chick in the mouth, the guy who wore the crazy wigs. What the fuck is his name? The Wall of Sound guy, the producer. What's that? Phil Spector. Spector. Yes, Phil Spector. Here's a guy who used to always pull guns on people. 
He was the, he was a producer for the fucking Beatles. He, he had a very distinctive style of recording music. They used to call the wall of sound, right? Is that my That's probably right? the real reason they quit. Well, this guy shot he shot a fucking woman in the mouth yeah, in Hollywood that. a few years back. Took her back to his place, put a gun in her mouth, and pulled the fucking trigger and blew Jesus her brains out. Christ, man! Yeah, some hottie that he picked up at um at uh like uh, was it like House of Blues or something uh, or Sky Bar or something like that? But right across the street from the comedy store Shit, is where he met man. her. Took her up to his mansion, blew her fucking brains out. And they, you know, they they tried him and convicted him, but he, this guy was probably doing that his whole career because that was that was the rumor was that he would strong arm people with guns. Like I think that was like super common in the music business. I think violence and the threat of violence kept a lot of people in business. I think what like people allege that um, Suge Knight did. I think that's yeah. just a rap version of mm -hmm. it. I think people have been doing that forever. It's crazy, man. So what she's done, what she did, is it's probably been done before. If she did it, I agree. Well, you guys think she did it? Hundred percent. God, that's crazy. You know, there's you know the John Lennon assassination uh, conspiracy theory. You know that the CIA had him killed. There's a, there's there's a lot of shit on that. Ah, man, I. Did you see the the guy who did it though? How crazy he is in his right? Back but they're all the crazy. The patsies. You can get someone who's crazy to do things for you. Like here's a perfect example: the FBI arrested this guy in Dallas for making a fake bomb and uh, and and trying to detonate it. But the FBI gave him that bomb. It's the whole story's hilarious. They found some really fucking stupid dude. They talked him into doing something he probably never would have done. They they literally sold him all the equipment. To go and do this, or they gave him all the equipment. They gave him a cell phone to act to do what with it. Not well. It was going to blow up some building. God damn it! But here's the, the technique. Here's, but here's the thing: he never was going to. It was never his idea. They talked him into doing it. They scheduled the whole thing. They got him the equipment. Then they arrested him. Yeah, but you it's don't. Like they created a crime. Yeah, but you don't think with John Lennon, this homeboy's crazy. He, you don't think he's going to see like look a canary when he's gotta, in prison? You got to look into it. Who knows? You got to look into well, it. Man. Listen, here's there's, the thing: some... you don't get to saying if they don't let you talk. When was the last time you saw an interview with the well, guy who killed John Lennon? Though. Has he done you, it since, yeah. since the murder? Yeah. Well, well, you got to look into it. You know, it's it's just like I've the soaked into and bleach. It's also, you it's, have to realize, you know what? It's just as crazy as the soaked and bleach. You know what I mean? If I you looked into it, if, if someone would tell you about it, you'd be like, oh, I don't know. You don't think you don't think he was crazy? He was like, well, what you hear? You let know? me say this: I don't think I don't have any. I don't even have an opinion on the John Lennon thing. I've never heard it before until Eddie brought it up. I never. I mean, I might have peripherally heard someone said to see. I know no details though, none, zero, zilch. But that said. If they wanted to kill someone, one of the best ways would be get some crazy person True. and infiltrate them even without their knowledge. Provide, I agree. You can provide them with a weapon, talk them into doing it. And there's a lot of fucking morons out there. Yeah, you I agree. Sirhan, Sirhan, the, the guy who allegedly killed Robert F. Kennedy, he doesn't have any recollection of, uh, of uh, it happening. He, what he says is, everyone says that I shot him, so I probably did. Everyone said they saw me shoot him, but I don't remember anything. Well, how about that scopolamine stuff, that Colombian devil's, what do they call it? Colombian devil's Devil dust? Breath. Dust? Devil's there's breath. A, there's this, Yeah, devil's breath, thank you. There's this shit that they can blow. They literally can blow it in your nose. They blow it on you. If you breathe it in, you, die? you become a zombie. You do what they tell you to do, and you have no memory of it. Like, I'll blow it on you, and I'll say, Brandon Schaub, help me move my couch. And then all of a sudden, you're fucking carrying the couch up the stairs like a really? zombie. I'm not bullshitting, man. That's You'll, real. 100%. 100% real. You'll put the couch down. Now, here's what's really crazy. That same stuff that they use is the same shit they put in Dramamine. And those little patches when you're oh, getting yeah. seasick. 
they give you like a little patch and it's like a little tiny amount of this I think it's called scopolamine I think that's how you say it but it's the same active ingredient as those patches that they give you to keep you from fucking getting seasick Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> Devil dust? Well, this stuff. I need to get my hands they, on if it. If they have a, a blow, they blow it in your face. And they think that that might have been where the legend of zombies came from. And that's why zombies, like, it was always like a Haitian thing. They always would talk yeah. about zombies, Haitian, Colombia. Yeah. Like, they, wherever, I don't know if it, it's this area that had this plant. What but they the think fuck? that people have been using this on people for years. And it wasn't until, like, really recently that they realized the effects of this stuff. Like, pharmacologists started to examine the effects of blowing this shit on people. Is there a short video on oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Vice has a whole documentary on what? it. They have a whole thing on I it. I watch that. You'll trip your balls Devil off. Devil dust? I, I think I did see it. It's I think scary I did stuff. But I thought lords it's illegal. It. But I oh, didn't yeah. see I didn't yeah. see in Some the documentary places. I didn't see like a test like testing people or, That's a good or, point. or any kind of so I, I don't remember it's quite quite a while ago where I saw it. I watched too many documentaries they all go in and out I now. Agree. Now they're like uh, there's no room. I have no room in my hard drive. I got to start deleting memories of my childhood. Ooh, I'm filling my shit up. I'm trying fast <laughs> to no hang room. out with you guys. I'm filling it up. Yeah, but the problem is, like, stuff goes in and out now. It's like some stuff stick, like, MMA stuff seems to stick like glue. Yeah, I know. And there's a few things about other things that stick like glue. But then there's occasional documentaries that are really interesting that just, in and out. Mm, got no room. You know what's weird is when I was a kid, I collect uh, football cards, and I can remember almost to a T, every player, what college you played in, it's useless information. For the reason, wow. it stuck with me. I remember it's fucking like, weird, man. I remember weird shit. We all do. It's, there's like stuff that doesn't make any sense. Like, no, why do I know this? For sure. Why do I remember Alt, this? Delete. Yeah. You know, come on, man. Yeah. Let's go here. Like the plot line of like a Tom Selleck show. You know, like Magnum PI. I, I can remember whole plot lines. Like, really? Why, why do I need that? It's why weird. do I need that? Wow. The fucking dude who flew the helicopter and he's helping him out. And then there's weird, the butler man. guy who lets him use the Ferrari and gets in trouble with it. <laughs> Most of my vocabulary is from Ace Ventura or Adam Sandler. How fucking weird is that? That's, oh, that's hilarious. Weird. My brain was like, yeah, let's download this. He might what need this What part of Ace Ventura? Well, what what is? Like what? I mean, you know, I'll use all of it, man. Like what? Just a couple of them. <laughs> all righty then. Uh, yeah, all, all righty then. You, 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 know, you know when he does the thing where he's like, okay. and I mean, he, he has a dream, and he's like, it bit me right here, and he goes, Rah! I do that all the time. Mm -hmm. Literally all the time. Yeah. If I was you, I'd say for sure stop doing that. I know, man. <laughs> I know. It's so I, 100%. I, you want to stop doing that? I, con <laughs> I constantly quote. Uh, Hollywood Shuffle, man. Have you ever seen that? I have not. It's oh, you know yeah, Keenan Ivory Wands and Robert Townsend. Their first movie that they put together with credit cards and shit. Super crazy low budget. It's fucking hysterical. It's called Hollywood Shuffle. You remember? I'm gonna get you, sucker. Yeah, that, that's when they started making money mm. because of Hollywood Shuffle. Yeah, that kind of that was an underground hit. Oh, Whatever wow. happened to Robert Shuffle. Townsend, dude? He was he, he has he had a hit TV show. He probably has a billion dollars. Yeah, but I Definitely mean, that guy, not. what hit TV show did he have? What is it? I think it was called The Parenthood. Yeah. When the WB just started up. Listen, he definitely didn't make a billion dollars <laughs> no. off that. Okay. The, w, right the WB ain't paying you a but billion. But he used to do like these comedy specials, like Robert Townsend Presents. Yeah. And they were like, Damon would go on and do like 10 yeah. minutes, and all these different comics go on. But he was a famous, like, celebrated guy back then. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he just more. got tired of the bullshit, man. Maybe he just got tired of the spotlight. You said, fuck it. That and happens it, to a lot of those guys. They realize it's not worth He might be producing worth, shit. He very well could Because be. that's what Keenan's doing. Keenan's yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah, they probably get tired of the bullshit, man. There's Some guys say fuck it, right? Constant scrutiny. Yeah. yeah, they go, what, what is the benefit of this? Yeah, like mm -hmm. Dave Chappelle. Look at him. Look yeah. what he's doing, man. He stopped doing anything. He d doesn't put anything out. 
Yeah. No specials. He, he's doing yeah. stand-up, though. Kills right? it. Yeah. Still doing yeah. spe- still, still writing. Legend. Yeah. But I'll never you f- got to go see him live to see it, which is oh. kind of crazy. Yeah. It's kind of cool. The yeah. one time he oh, showed yeah. up at the comedy store maybe eight years ago at the, in the main room, man, i never seen you so blown away. He was never seen. Him. Usually, you're in the back going, "This guy fucking eats dicks or something." <laughs> <laughs> you walk out. Usually, no, it's very have, hard to impress you. But, it's but, very but, hard to impress you. That that's you, that's a gross mi- mischaracterization <laughs> of how I look at comedians. Like bad ones. Mo- but very few are really good that I'll sit down there and watch. Yes. But like for everyone that like, I'm just exaggerating. Well, that's know? a yeah. But for me, that's not a good exaggeration <laughs> I'm, I'm, because yeah, like. There's like guys that I'll definitely go see if they're there. Like Bill Burr, I'll see him every time he's there. Yeah. He's hilarious. There's like there's a few I'm guys about, like, that are open like, really good. That's what I that's what I meant. Well, of course. Well, you're not gonna. Yeah, stay but when Chappelle. Dave Chappelle came on, dude, you when it was over, we were dying so hard. When it was over, you turned around and you had this look on you. You walked out of the comedy store and you said, "I've never been so inspired in my all my life." You just wanted to go home and write jokes and shit. You were really inspired. When I see someone really good, that's the first instinct, right? Like, yeah. man, I, yeah. I want to hit another level now. Yeah. I want to go home and yeah. write. I want to get my my fucking thoughts in order and like when you see someone that just that's one of the best things about living in LA is you get to see all these like really great guys go up you get to see these people go up and you go god I'm like I really think everybody like sort of feeds off each other in that regard you know like you'll you'll watch like like Louis CK did two nights at the comedy store this week you know he did like I think he did Sunday and Monday night and then you know like uh, they'll have a, a show on Tuesday or Wednesday nights a girl will be there or you know some of the other great guys that are in town Beast. It's just one of the places, one of the few places, maybe there's only one other one, I think maybe New York, where you, that could happen. Like, on a regular basis, you'll see, like, top-level headliners, like, over and over and over Don't like you that. say it's the best time I think it's comedians? the best time for comedy the ever. Age of comedy? I think there's no, there's never been more really funny comics than right now. Mm. Uh, like, as far as, like, me, um, as a fan, like, say if I never did stand-up again, or I, n- I never did it at all, I just watched it, I just looked around, and I compared this era to any other era. Even people I don't, people I don't know, like take Ari out of the mix and Joey out of the mix and all the people that I think are hilarious. Yeah. I still think it's the best time ever. I think I look around at all these fucking people. There's so many. Stanhope and Burr and Dave Attell and Louis C.K. and Chappelle and you fucking you could keep going. Ian Edwards. A lot of people don't even know about Ian Edwards. He's a beast. He's a fucking monster. He's so Super funny. Super monster. Yeah. He's so and there's a bunch of those guys, man. There's guys like that in Austin, Texas. There's guys like that in Denver. There's guys like that in New York. There's guys like that in Boston. This is a, a really unusual time. Super unusual time. And I think it's because of the internet. Because people can watch other people do stand-up now. Like, you could see, like, everybody's set ever. You know, like, you could watch, like, yeah. a Richard Pryor thing, then an yeah. Eddie Murphy thing. And then Every guy you mentioned right there, I wish I had a, a, a YouTube video that was, like, a three-hour video of just all the guys you said. Because anybody that impresses you, that's the one thing I knew. If they impressed you, they got to be good. Well, they're on YouTube, Eddie. Bur- no, Bill, but Bill I mean, but I want, I want a, one video, right a mix of all those yeah. guys. Burr oh. impresses the fucking shit out of me right now. Watch but it, as does Stanhope, anytime, every time I see Stanhope, I want to go right. You know, he's another guy that inspires the shit out of me. I, we had Burr on the podcast today, and you know, I'm, I love comedians, man. I watch all their stuff, all you guys. And I think it was the it, it's the first podcast where it's the least amount of time I've ever spent talking. He just went. 
Oh and I was yeah, like, do your fucking thing. Well, he's man. uh he does that on my podcast too. He's he's uh he'll joke around about it being OCD or ADD or whatever the yeah. fuck he is, but it's real. It's like, real. He'll go from one subject to the next subject to the next subject before you even get a word in. He like just keep changing Seamlessly. subjects. Boom, boom, but boom. It's one of the reasons why is because he does his own podcast by himself. Oh. He's one of the few guys that does a podcast. He does it called the Monday Morning Podcast. And he does it on Thursday too. And what he does is he just turns on his iPhone or his microphone and just starts talking. It goes. And just goes. Sense. You go for Who's like this? an hour and a half. <clears throat> Bill Burr. Huh. So for an hour and a half, he just ADDs the fuck out and just talks goes. about. He'll do a fucking, I can't, I don't watch football, so I don't pay attention, but he'll do fucking an hour on the Patriots, you know, and just go off That's about scores. Shit, and He's crazy. But hilarious, hilarious. And his uh, his podcast is good. His stand up is amazing. His stand up is amongst the best ever right now. Mm. You know, he's one of the best ever. And I think that uh, between him and like I said, you could just keep going down the line. Like, like Kevin Louis, Hart, Kevin Hart. Is, he's the most successful guy ever. Most successful tour ever. ever. Yeah, of ever. All time. yeah, ever. Yeah, ever. Ever by far, I think. I think he's doing a thing in Philadelphia where he did it. I don't know if he's going to do it or did do it. He's going to do it's it. 50,000 seats. And it had already sold like 40,000 seats That's like where he months ends out. That's tour, yeah. And it's insane. He's giant. He's just giant. Who's that black comedian that kind of went crazy for Cat a while? Cat Williams. Cat Williams. What's his, what's his current status? He did a special, like, um, I want to say a year and a half ago with Spike Lee. Like, Spike Lee mm -hmm. directed it. And it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, but you know he he went through a real bad spell where he was he seemed like he's kind of losing his mind. Yeah, he I might... saw him live in Bakersfield, man. Oh, you he, did? Yeah, he had a meltdown recently on stage. or no? This is when all that shit was going down maybe 2 years ago. You saw him have a meltdown? Fuck stage? yeah. Oh there was no comedy going on. <laughs> There's no comedy. There was no com How I don't know if he was place. on drugs or anything. That's but... where he filmed his special, I think. Not no, no, no. No, um, I thought it was in or Ontario, Ontario, California. Oh That's no, no, this was Bakersfield, man. He, really? He had yeah. a, He was just sweating and doing push-ups on stage and running out in the audience. No jokes. He was just like, ah, I can't. Do it was that. pretty crazy. Yeah. He so was, how long did this go on for? We, me and my wife left. I'm like <laughs> he's losing his mind. This is not. This is not even a show. He wasn't even what doing was a show. the audience doing? Uh, like they weren't laughing. So how? Like how long did he do it for? Like, how uh, long did you I guys left, stay? I left after a half hour. I couldn't take it. No, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. So for a half an hour, he's just doing push-ups and running yeah, around? Yeah, I thought he was like setting up the show and he's running around and he's I'm talking about it. And it's, it, he lost his mind 100%. Oh and that's God. when all that shit was going down. I don't know, was it Suge Knight involved yeah. somehow? Yeah, it's weird. Something was going down. I don't he know. He had a funny bit. Yeah. He had a funny bit in his special. He was so about funny. You, you know you're fucked up when you're getting arrested and Suge Knight's right next to you. <laughs> <laughs> he's and hilarious they're not arresting to me. him. <laughs> he's hilarious. He's hilarious to me. not arresting him. He's so <laughs> he's, he's very funny. He's oh, so man. funny. Yeah. He's very funny. Before that happened, he was on fire. Well, I couldn't so, wait to see him. I'm so yeah. excited. I love Cat Williams. He's hilarious. He's so good. When he's on, he's one of the best. What about Pablo Francisco? Is he still around? Uh, I saw Pablo maybe four or five months ago at the comedy store. Yeah. Tracy yeah. Morgan's back. Tracy Morgan. He's um, He started doing stand-up again, but yeah. I don't think he's touring. I, th I know he did the Comedy Cellar. It was like mm -hmm. the first time since the accident. He did that place. But what yeah. happened? He, he got got accident exactly. He what got, happened? They got hit by a guy who fell asleep while he was driving a semi. Walmart, right? Yeah, was he, was Walmart? he got hit by a semi? They got hit in their limo by a semi. 
Yeah, and one of the guys with him died. His boy died. His buddy died, and another guy has some pretty significant brain damage. Mm. One of the other ones that is like, you can't remember anything, he's all fucked up. And then Cat, um, uh, Cat Tracy uh, got a broken leg and some serious other injuries. He got really jacked, like real bad. Like he's, I think he's still walking with a cane. Yeah, got mm. a huge settlement. He has a, he has a funny commercial be for Beats. It can't be enough. Whatever He's like, I was in a coma for a year, and I come out and they got these headphones. It's funny. It's oh, funny. that's hilarious. Yeah, that's, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, He's man. fucking funny. Man. Yeah. This is the best time, man. Best time for stand-up. Best time. So many guys right now. It's also um, best time for women stand-ups, too. Best female comics are right Amy now. Amy Schumer's as big as it gets right now. She's definitely as big popularity-wise. You know who is probably one of the funniest fucking people alive right Whitney now? Whitney Cummings. She's hilarious. She's she hilarious. She has an HBO special. Yes, too. that's right. Who? I think it just came out, right? Whitney Cummings came out last week. Whitney Cummings, a beast. Yeah. She's hilarious. She's fucking smart. She's black. Shit. No, she's no. white. She was on the podcast like uh, two weeks ago. She's hmm. smart. She's brilliant. Shit. Yeah. She's very cool too. She's yeah. at the comedy store all the time. Um, I was gonna say Sarah Silverman. God damn, she's oh, funny yeah. right she's now. Been... She's. I mean, she's always been funny. But yeah. I saw her recent set. Like she did a set at the comedy store, like maybe month and a half, two months ago. Sarah Silverman murdered, murdered. She's Just super murdered. Talented. She's and she's on right now. You know, comics go through like stages sometimes where they're inspired or maybe they're doing too much other shit, like maybe doing some acting. She and, broke into the big time a little bit for a while there. Um, well, she's doing think, acting. Yeah, she's, she's probably she's, still does. Jimmy Kimmel, remember yeah. that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She probably still does, but um, her stand-up right now is on fire. Eliza Schlesinger's the beast, too. I haven't seen Eliza doing a set in a long time. I've run into her, but I haven't seen her doing a set in a long time. She won Last Comic Standing. Yeah, she has some show now. I forget what it's on. She has, some um, new show she has a podcast, too. She has a podcast, Truth yeah. and Eliza. Yeah. I was first guest For me, ever. Whitney's the, the funniest. She's hilarious right now. She's hilarious. And she works hard, dude. That girl grinds. I always see her at the store going over her notes. She's always, like, improving bits. And she doesn't, like, settle for the way a bit is. She makes them better. She twists them around. She adds things. Her work ethic is cray-cray. Well, we talked about it. It's like she comes from the world of athletics. Like, she's Basketball, used to working yes. hard. She's used to working hard for things, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, so she treats it, like, almost like a competitive thing. Most people don't know. I mean, she's a writer for Two Broke Girls. She developed yeah. Two Broke Girls. She's an executive producer. Yeah. It's her show. Smart shit, yeah, man. she's a, she's a gangster, dude. Yes, she's uh, she does documentaries on the side. She contacts yeah. me about a documentary HBO. on me violence. Too. Yeah. I'm like, what? On head trauma? They're just like, doing huh? a documentary on the side. Crazy, man. Like, who, who fucking directs documentaries on the side? But she's really open about how nuts she is. So she needs to constantly fill her time with productive activities because productive things make her feel good about herself. So she's addicted to progress. <laughs> Pre yeah, preach. but she's really good. It. She's smart as shit, dude. I had to look up a couple of words. She yeah, said. she'll drop some words on you like ah. But she's fuck. not fucking with you. She's no, not like that's her. Yeah, she's not doing it just to make you like. When people drop a word on me and I know what they're doing, I go ew. I know I what agree. you're doing. But she was, you know, you. It's that's a weird thing to say too. But you kind of know when someone's doing it when they're not. You know, hundred percent. YouTube her uh, commencement speech for a college. It's brilliant. It's crazy. It's inspiring. It's not it's funny fun. though. Is it funny? Yes and no. Yeah. Okay, I would. I was gonna, about to say I wouldn't be mad at y'all's if you wanted to put up a two-minute clip of this Whitney Cummings. No, 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 never. No? You can't do that. You can't. No, no, oh, you feel their jokes. Us. No, yeah, it's their shit. It's yeah. oh. you know, and I don't know what they want out or don't want out. There's a but lot if of it's people on YouTube. Have, no, but there's a lot of people that have shit on YouTube. They don't want. She's on YouTube. probably just they happy we talked about an HBO special. Yeah. It's coming out. Yeah, yeah she's it's out. good. I think it's out. I think it's Is out it? right now. I think it's called "I'm Your Girlfriend." I think it came out December 18th. Oh, but I want to say it was the 18th. But that that might be Bill Burr's "F is for Family." 
but yeah, it might, it might on, be Bill Burr's the same thing time. for families on Netflix. It's on now yeah. on Netflix, and you can binge watch it. Man, Netflix is just turning into a legit force. January 23rd. Okay, now we know. All right. Boom. She's awesome, though. She's very, very cool. Plus, she's like a cool chick to hang with. Like, you could talk to her. Like, on the podcast, it was just laughing and she's fun. and One of the best people awesome. I've ever met. Is she pretty or is that yeah. just photoshopped? She's, she's very pretty. pretty. No, she's, oh. pretty. Oh. she's very pretty. Yeah, she's an anomaly. She's a fucking unicorn. She's Zebra. not supposed to exist. Yeah. Damn. Um, so there's her. Jen Kirkman's really funny. Uh, Chelsea. Um, um, fuck, what's Handler? Chelsea, no. What's the other one? God. What? Chelsea Peretti. Chelsea Peretti's really funny. There's a lot of really funny. You know who's fucking hilarious? Tom Segura's wife, Christina Pazitsky. Dude, she had me crying really? one night in the OR. Crying. She's a comedian. Slaying. Dude, huh? she's funny. She's funny, like really good. They Ooh. just had a baby. I know. Interesting. Little Tommy. Little Tom Tommy cracks Buns. me up, yeah. man. He's Tom's hilarious. hilarious. He's fucking killing it right He's now. great. He's, he just did his second Netflix special. He did one Netflix special, and it changed his whole comedy, like his, his whole career. One special, he went from doing really well in clubs. He was doing really well because of his podcast and because of word of mouth. Like people had heard, you know, he did, you know, you build a market, like you go to Dallas, you kill, then people, you come back, you do the radio. People, I remember that guy, he's sure. really funny. If you do that over a course of a few years, you can build a market. Yeah. Like there was a couple of places that I did that, like Houston, before I ever had anything really going on. Um, but Tom was doing that and doing really well. And then all of a sudden he does his Netflix special. Boom. Boom. Now he's selling out theaters. That was the tilt. Boom. Yeah, people, well, he had the product. He had the, he the, the funny talent, comedy. For sure. Yeah, and Ari, Ari just sold out twelve hundred uh, seats in Toronto. Holy Damn, shit! Twelve hundred seats Damn. for Ari Shafir. That's incredible. I know, and I was like, dude, what was that like? And we were talking about. It. He's like, it's amazing. Like, Ari was ready to throw in the towel just a few years ago with life. He was, you with know, life? he was suicidal. Yeah, God, he, God. Was, he was unhappy. You know, and one of the things that I don't know, if, I think, pretty sure he's talked about this on the podcast. But um, he was taking Propecia. And Propecia, one of the side effects for some people is depression. I fucking told Callan it's bad. It's depressing. Is Callan taking that shit? Yes. And that's when he's been kind of fucking Have you seen his hair lately? lately? Yeah, shave his head. Yeah, I agree. Let Get it go, bitch. Him, he, he shaved it short. To. He doesn't want to. He wants to. He wants to act. He wants the stage. <laughs> he wants to be on the stage. He wants the stage. He loves acting. He doesn't want to admit it, but he loves it. I agree. He's like, he's I don't need it. to do it. He loves he's it. He's good though. at it. I know. He's good keep at doing it. it, man. Like on, on sitcoms and in, in television shows and in um in, in movies, like those parts he does. Like yeah, he's in great. The Bachelor, or yeah, not man. The Bachelor, The Hangover. Hangover. He's fucking funny. Yes. Dude, he's really good at Chicago, it. In Chicago, he fucking ripped my soul apart, man. His fucking, he was on fire. But that's my point. So his stand-up is really what he's best at. Yeah. Like that's that, his gift. Yeah. Yeah. And the more, it's like one of those things. It's like, he likes doing it, but it, it's 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 tricky. Like the more time you spend doing other things, like acting, like acting, especially like sixteen-hour days on set. That's a you, like if especially if you get a sitcom or something like that. Yeah, there's man. a lot of time where you don't get to do stand up. He's, he's doing that. Our podcast, the motherfucker, now with everything we got going on. It's How often do you guys go a week? Two or three times a week, and then we sh we have the digital series, which that you know that takes that's that's a yeah. Piece, you're doing man. two or three times a week. Yeah. Man. Wow, it's crazy, isn't it? Isn't it crazy that podcasting was just like a goof, just a, Dude, a little while ago? Just we a started few years wife ago. beaters in Brian's garage, just like fucking around. Like this is a terrible idea. I don't want to do this. But isn't that wife always beaters? how these things work? <laughs> Two wife beaters. These things work because you're fucking around. Like a show 
if this was produced on television, right, and your show was uh, someone came up to you and they said, this is our idea, we're going to dress you up in the finest fashions and we're going to light you, we're going to put your makeup on and then we're going to you know, tell you what to talk about. Ready, go. You'd never be able to call yourself Big Dick Bandits and start <laughs> singing stupid songs and Callan would start singing a song about something and they would cut you off. They like, cut you. You can't, you can't sing a song about the muscles in your back. <laughs> you, know? And, you know, they would say you can't. But since it's just you guys and you're just fucking around, then it becomes what it is. And then after it becomes what it is, it gets bigger and bigger until someone comes along and says, hey, um, why don't you guys do that for us? It's crazy. Yeah. It's insane. It is insane. Oh, you guys. Uh, Thank you, baby. Do Jesus. you guys ever get, get in trouble for anything you say? No, Fox, because our numbers have been so good, they're kind of just like, let them do their thing. Mm. They, I don't know if they but like they, us. They tried to get you guys to stop swearing. Oh, yeah. They, which they, is hilarious. Yes. We had oh. a meeting. They're like, is there any way you can say dick less and stop swearing? <laughs> is, I mean, is, is that at all possible? <laughs> I mean, kind of like, no, if you censor us, we got to go somewhere else. They can't. They're they like, can't. do your thing. They can't stop it. Mm. Once things get big, they can't stop it. It starts rolling. They can't stop it. And, and then Thank once, God, And man. then once you stop fighting for the UFC, nobody, nobody can tell you what to do. It's weird. Yeah, it's I like, can now you can, I want. there's no strings. Nothing. You're like fucking Pinocchio. What the I have fuck? no strings to hold me down, to make me sad, to make me frown. <laughs> I had strings, but now I'm free. Yes, there son. are no strings on me. Yes, Hi ho, the Mario. Nothing ever bothers I me. Love this. <laughs> I it's want so true. the world to know. What the fuck? <laughs> it's weird, man. Think about it. I'd be in camp right this time last year. Uh, you know, I was trying to decide what the fuck I'm going to do. Yeah, it gets tricky, man. Trying to plot your life out, it's like when things start getting going, then it's like once you find something that starts getting going, then it's just follow through with it and, and stay on it and stay focused. Stay the course. But for a lot of people, like young guys, like I got a nephew and talking to my nephew about like what he wants to do. I'm like, you got to find what you want. Like, what is it you want? Yes. But for a lot of people, it's hard to find a thing. Once you find a thing, then you're like, fuck, I'm going for it. That's you the know? issue. Like, once you find a thing, then you go for it. But it's hard to find a thing for a lot of people. And then there's a lot of people that have a gig. So they have a thing that they love. Like, maybe they like tattooing or something like that. But they got this job. So they can only tattoo on, like, Saturday mornings. And their wife gives them a hard time. And then they will like, I'm thinking about becoming a tattooist. Oh, my God, you're not going to make any money since I got back. You know, and they have a hard time ever finding their thing and making it a, a gig. So when you get something like what you guys have, you found a thing and it's taken off and now you're selling out all these shows. Like, you guys are killing it everywhere. Yeah. They're selling out everywhere. They're selling out all over the country. They do these live fighter in the kitchen. I know. Shows. I see. I follow them on Instagram. You know what? Uh, I like your flyer that was uh, my favorite so far is your face on Callan's head oh God. and his face on your head. Hideous. That looks fucking yeah. freaky. Yeah. That. Uh, someone photoshopped a fan. Is it and Photoshop I like, Steve? Um, uh, I don't know who it was. Okay. It might be. I don't know. Yeah, because it's really good. It's odd. It was weird. <laughs> it was weird. I was like, oh my God. Did it God. bother you? Thinking like... I look like a pedophile. I look like I sell face? Subway sandwiches. I look terrible. <laughs> I look terrible. Yeah. Things are good, man. Uh, we barely talked about fighting. You know what's interesting? We haven't at all. Great whites. You know what's interesting, man, is how the UFC hasn't done their own podcast yet. Like we talk, I talked to them about doing it a while back. I think there was a, some mention about it. But I think the, th the swearing thing was also an issue with them. Like there was some concern. Meanwhile, they're, they're, Dana swears their more own than podcast you. He doesn't as far anymore. As, 
Yeah, he, he doesn't says stop. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't anymore. Fox very, said, "Bitch, please." He very rarely swears like he used to. Like you, you know, he used to have those uh, press conferences and he would swear. I think he probably still does a little every now and then, maybe. Barely. But I think he also realizes it just causes more problems than it is. It's like the freedom that you get from speaking your mind, saying whatever you want. It's almost like it's not worth it because it causes so many so many hassles and so many fires that you have to put well, out. We want to be taken serious. You don't mm -hmm. see like uh, you know Roger Goodell cussing about Tom Brady. Yeah. I, I, I don't think people right. would look at the sport right. serious if he kept doing that. That's true. Well, you know what, man? I don't want his job. Dana White's job is fucking brutal. That guy works so hard, and he's constantly working, and shit is constantly falling apart. There's always constantly, like, a new blowout, a new this, a new that, a new fucking fire he has to put out. It never stops. It never ends. That's a, it's a, pays well. What, like 40 million a year? Pays pretty good. Yeah. I don't know what it pays. I'll I figure it I've out. never asked. I'd figure things out. Would you? You fight Would you him take that gig? Good. Uh, Fuck no, you wouldn't. You'd go right back to podcasting. <laughs> and then you'd, you'd start I'd talking podcast about everywhere. It. Yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> a, that's, a, that's a billion <laughs> dollars, though, right there. Well, I think, yeah. I, mean, I, I like the freedom to do what the fuck I want to do. See, the He's, thing is, you wouldn't get that kind of money unless you did what he did, which was, like, build it from the beginning. Like, you don't get that money if you come in as a fucking executive now. Like, if they had to hire some new guy No, to he's the not getting a share. Eh, yeah. No, that guy's getting a good salary. He'll make some good money. But the Dana White effect is when the sport is, like, non-existent. Yeah, and you got two rich friends. You got two can rich put up the friends. Money. They put up mad cash. They lose a fuckload. They, they were $44 million in the hole before it turns around with the Ultimate Fighter, and then it takes off and becomes this giant sport. The rich friends were key, though. Gigantic. Gotta have Not some just rich, rich friends. friends, but Eddie and I talked about this. It's almost like it's almost like we're in a movie because we would always say the same thing. We would always say the same thing. What we used to say? There's no way the sport isn't going to take over. It's impossible. Yeah, but what did we say? We said this is what the sport needs: two super rich dudes that are worth billions of dollars that don't give a fuck. Just, just do throw it. all this money at the sport and make it big. Yep. And that's, that's what exactly happened. what happened. You found them. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. And they fucked up along the way. They hired Carmen Electra to be their spokesperson at one point in time. See, I dug that. Remember that? Oh, yeah. I dug that. Was Paris Hilton involved as well? No. With what? No? He's Carmen Electra. <laughs> yeah, no. no. <laughs> they had to draw back, the line somewhere. I don't even think Chuck was pre was uh, the, um, the, the king back then. I think Chuck wasn't the champion. I think Tito was. <laughs> I mean, you got to mix things up. <laughs> Remember when they had girls doing post-fight interviews for a while? Oh, they did. Yeah. <laughs> they had a few. That was funny. I, I forget who they were. Very nice girls. Super nice girls. <laughs> it's Carmen Electra with yeah. Tito and Vitor. Dude, yeah. she was a dime piece back then. That was light, light heavyweight Vitor. Fuck yes. Yeah, wow. Crazy. I am not mad at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Um, they tried a bunch of different things. They just tried to get Trial people to pay attention to it. And it wasn't until The Ultimate Fighter. What's crazy is The Ultimate Fighter almost didn't get made. Almost didn't get made. They had to pay for the whole thing. It was basically like a giant infomercial. right? They had to essentially pay. It was Spike TV. Nobody gave a fuck about Spike TV Not back then. Not at the then. time, yeah. And then they put together the show, and they're losing so much fucking money. You got to take risks, though. And then um, they get to the finals. And Forrest Griffin is fighting Stefan Bonner, and the whole fucking world tunes in. Calling each it, other. Then it takes off. It just grows. It was like the seed that got planted. Look at that Carlos Newton. Who Dude, remembers him? Look at him? Jens Pulver. Look at Randy. Look at Izzo. Oh, my goodness. Pedro Izzo. Wow. Gross. Pedro just fought his last fight. Just retired like a couple months ago. 
Get ready for a lesson in submission. That's Carnal not a moose knuckle, is it? That's a fucking, that's the whole leg. <laughs> Dude, that's the biggest that's, moose knuckle that's ever. That's not a knuckle. That's the whole thigh. That's a moose ham. Dude, she is a design. Piece. She was very hot. She's very nice, too. I did a Spike TV thing with her. We, we hosted this car show together. She's super, like, down to earth. Really, she, really she, nice is person. Is she married now? I don't know. I'm not a gossip hound. Jamie is. I'll ask him. He probably knows. She taken to him? <laughs> She's older. <laughs> She's probably still hot as fuck. Oh, I agree. She did post fight interviews, right? And didn't like there was a Playboy um, no. Playmate. Remember um, there was that yeah. blonde one? Yeah, there was uh, another one. I forget. And who then it was. Uh, Casey Kasem's daughter did it. Carrie Kasem. Yeah. 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 You yeah. know, you gotta try. You gotta swing. You're not gonna hit. Well, you know what they were swing. doing? They were just they were doing a bunch of different things. They were they got on Best Damn Sports Show. Remember that? Yes. And uh, Leanne Tweeden uh, did uh, part of that as well. Who's also Man, tweeted. <sighs> super nice too. She's super cool. Very smart too. Smart. She's very, she's fucking sharp. She's um, easy. So on the she eyes. was, uh, she, but she was only involved in the one because it was with Best Damn Sports Show. Well, what's up with? I don't know if you can talk on a joke. Because Dominic, they're trying now. Where this is the first time ever in a main event, they had Dominic Cruz in there with the three. With it was two awesome. I would like to do it with them all the time. He's fucking great. He's great. He got me fired up. We did he's the a smart uh, dude. He's great. He's a smart dude, and his his knowledge of MMA is just fucking outstanding, especially footwork and positioning and 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 striking. He's a technician, super technical. Yes. And we uh, did the Fox Sports prelims together, or the um, excuse me, the Fight Pass prelims together. And you looking for the joint? There's a, a lighter. Um, where's the lighter? Oh, there's one in here. Oh. Um, we did the F. Oh, it's one right in front of you, dude. Oh shit. We did the uh, FS one. No, f uh, fight pass, fight pass prelims, the prelims together, the three prelims, and he was outstanding, man. And we also did a lot of talking backstage. He and I talked. Um, we uh, we we shared philosophies. Uh, no, I'm good, dude. We were talking about um, uh, upcoming matchups, like how we thought about this fight or that fight, and what he he uh, really favored Cowboy over uh, Dos Anjos, which I thought was interesting. I think yeah, I think a lot of people did. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a who the fuck knows fight. Me too. I felt like the way the pressure that Dos Anjos put on Pettis, I felt like that's gonna fuck with anybody, man. I agree. It's gonna be tough to beat that guy. Yeah, very tough. And with all well, that jujitsu too. Yep. He's you phenomenal. Ground. Someone's, gonna to ground. someone's gonna have to catch him when he's making that mad charge, and I think someone with like the kind of footwork that Connor has might have the best chance. But we're gonna see, if those two do match up, you're gonna see pressure that Connor's never experienced before. And he's also got Rafael Cordero, which who's a phenomenal striking coach. One of the he, best in the world. He's going to break down, like what Connor's doing and Connor's movement, Good and luck try breaking to come that up. Down. You're right, because we haven't seen enough footage to really break that down, and we haven't seen Connor with that pressure. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? The other right. thing is, is when Connor hits people with that left hand, it's game over. Oh, it's I nuts. don't think it's game over for Dos Anjos. He's too big. He's now, a it might be. Guy. It might be. But yeah. that's tough. You're talking about a different right. weight class now. Yeah, where, does, where does he lose the big... power? Does he take the power totally into the lightweights and then he loses it at welterweight? Could he still knock out welterweights? Mm. What well, about he, knocked versus, uh... he knocked out Benson. And Benson's fighting welterweight and he fought Brandon Thatch. And Thatch is a big fucker. He's big and he hits hard as a welterweight. And Thatch didn't put away Benson, but Dos Anjos did. Dos Anjos Bad. fucked him up. He was the first guy to stop Benson. Yes. I Dos... think Dos Anjos has like the kind of power that he takes wherever, like, he probably, 155 is probably optimum. He does look very thin, though, on the weigh-ins. He's definitely yes. sucking some weight. But There's no IVs either now. No That's IVs another now, X factor. but he looked amazing. Amazing. You know, and the other thing is, like, 
people are talking about people looking different um, before the the PED scare or before the uh, the testing. He can't say that about him. He looks exactly the same. He looks better than ever. I agree. And you also, there's no radical change from the first time he was in the UFC. What you see with Dos Anjos is a slow, steady progression until like the Nick Curson days. Then you see like a little, a little stronger, a little faster. Like, and then you see the um, the Pettis fight, just phenomenal cardio. That's the thing that blew me away the most about that fight. The amount of cardio that he had to have to put that pace on Pettis for five rounds. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just, you got to be in insane condition. It's going to be tough to beat that guy. Then you find out that in that fight, for the two weeks before the fight, he fucked his knee up. Yeah, couldn't So train. he had to do airdyne sprints. That's all he did for like the two weeks before the fight. He couldn't do any sparring. Nonstop. And he still put it to him. It's insane. Like there was nothing wrong. And then you saw him in this fight, 100% healthy. He's a fucking monster. I talked to Ryan Parsons about him, and Ryan Parsons said he was telling him two years ago. He's like, if you keep going, you are the champion of the world. Like, it's just a matter of time. Ryan knows his shit. Ryan too. knows his shit. And Ryan was telling me he was watching him, uh, no names, but just fuck dudes up. Dudes that are like really high level UFC caliber fighters, yes. and Dos Anjos just fucking them up in the gym. Dude, he's, he's, I don't, I, he's a horrible matchup for anyone, including Connor. It's a tough matchup, man. Well, he's a certainly bigger a tough, guy with that yeah. pressure and can grapple. And nasty power, man. Yeah, His man. power is nasty. The question is. Would he be able to have that same kind of approach on Connor, who is very elusive, very light on his feet? Like you see, saw with the Aldo fight, how he's he's moving, he's moving back, he's throwing side kicks to the legs, he's moving back. Like, would he be able to just do what he did with Cowboy to uh, to Connor? Will he be able to do that same approach? Like, look for that straight shot. He throws that straight left hand a lot. The other thing to take into consideration, this is a big thing, is that this would be Connor fighting a southpaw. A super dangerous southpaw. True. And one of the things about southpaws fuck you up, man. They confuse the shit out of you. Everything's coming Different from the dynamic. wrong side. Yeah. Everything's weird. The, the the right hand is now the jab. The jab is the right hand. Like what? There's a lot of huge factors. Yeah. A it can Dos Anjos deal with Connor's speed? Yep. Does Connor have the knockout power at 55 against a bigger guy? I think he does. I really I agree. do. I think he does. Because yeah. he's not cutting as so, much weight. And his power is so substantial. And angles. He's surprising guys with his angles. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot that goes into that fight, man. And I'm, again, I'm not taking anything from Dos Anjos. He's an amazing champion. Yeah. I don't know if that's the marquee fight, though. As crazy as that sounds, the I world's think a it weird might, place. But here's what the thing. It might be after Fox. Because you got to think that UFC on Fox got millions of people to watch, and we saw a destroyer in Dos Anjos. But what are we talking about? What's everyone talking about? Diaz. You are talking about Diaz. That is true. That is true. Because of that post-fight interview. Yes. But I still think people are talking about Dos Anjos too. A little you know? bit because he just kind of murked Cowboy in They both, work, they both yeah. work, but Nate Diaz uh, just... You know, Dos Anjos has the belt. You got mm -hmm. that, you know. But it makes sense that you go with Nate Diaz because of all the shit talking and all that. And maybe. that makes sense. And and also, you know, you, you maybe you know some people say you can't go up and wait and and, and contend for the belt right away. It's a good uh, fight before Dos Anjos. The thing is, it puts one uh, forty-five in limbo. The, yeah, the one of the things about the UFC the though is they don't give a fuck. 
They don't have to follow the rule. The, one of the good things about not being constrained by like a WBC or an IBF like boxing good is. Good and bad. Yeah, well, they, we were talking about the Vladimir Klitschko fight. Did they strip Vladimir of, uh, not Vladimir, Tyson, uh, Tyson Fury. Fury, who beat Vladimir Klitschko. They stripped him of one of his titles like immediately because he didn't want to fight the mandatory number one contender. So they immediately stripped him like within two weeks, right? Yeah. It's so, like really quick. And that wouldn't happen in the UFC. Just not going to happen. And in the UFC, like there's the mandatory contender is whoever the fuck they say. Yeah. So if whoever they, can, they yeah. can sell. They're yeah. Like, yeah. If they say, it's look, GS. this is all about making money. And Nate yeah. Diaz, which is it is, make some I have, money. and I have, I have no complaints about that. I like that. Yeah, but if you were a fighter, that would drive you crazy. It'd drive you fucking nuts. If you were business. a number one, but but if you were the number one contender, like Frankie Edgar, and you've been beating dudes' asses, and you've been fucking up everybody, and you just knocked out Chad Mendes in spectacular fashion, and before that, you beat Uriah Faber clearly, and then beat the brakes off Cub Swanson and submitted him and in the fifth round. And you're a former light champ. And before that, yeah, that's you, happen. you beat that, the fuck out of BJ happen. Penn. It's, it's fucked normal, up, but it's, but it's not going to happen right now, and it should happen right now. If you're Frankie Edgar and you've been a respectful guy who just been going out there and fighting his ass off, company and, man, and beating guys' asses, you're like that fucking guy deserves his shot at the title. What about Jose? He gets fucked out of all this. Yep. My bad. I was undefeated for ten years. Mm -hmm. One of the best champions yep. of all time, yep. and I don't deserve a shot. Nope. You know what? Here's the thing about that. Con here's the problem with that. The only problem with that is in business, Connor could fight right away. Connor knocked him out with one punch. He's fine. Jose, for all intents and purposes, should take a long time off. Like at least five or six months, right? Agree. He has to. I mean, you, you really should. Because if you don't, you got flatlined like that and you come back quick, we all know what happens. You, you can't take a shot as well. So when he's healthy, he should get a shot so, right away. But this is where like, like contractual agreements have to fall into play when it comes to champions, right? Because uh, if you, this was any other like situation, like I guarantee you, if Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao, if Floyd Mayweather got knocked out by Manny Pacquiao, there's got to be some shit in the contract that says that Floyd gets an immediate rematch and he gets it within, I think he said he had, I know what the contract was. So if Manny won, there have to be two more fights if Manny won. If Floyd wins, there's no more fight. There's in con <laughs> that was the contract they signed. How crazy is that? Well, you would think that Aldo would, but you can't. It's not. That's, they they that's, don't have the power. That's the thing. Danny goes, here's your contract. Yeah. Sign it. There you go. Yeah, and you're going to get paid. And I'm sure you got paid. I'm sure you made a million bucks at least. Aldo? Yeah. yeah How much least. do you think Connor made? Oh, he probably made uh, six we're or just seven. Guessing. I would guess that. But that's what I've been. That I've, I've never. I haven't asked. I know too much that I can't talk about. And I, but I haven't asked his actual salary, but he got paid a lot of money. I would guarantee you. But he wants even more. He now. deserves more. Now, I he mean. He shouldn't fight for anything less than 20 million. Dude, he, he shows a photo of his underwear on Instagram. It gets 100,000 likes. I mean, he can do whatever he He's wants. He's the biggest star we ever had. If I'm Connor, I'm his management, and I don't give a fuck what his current contract is, I say, I'm not doing anything till I get 20 million a fight. He was a giant star before he knocked out Aldo. Now he's a mega star. He's like, he's eating suns. He's the he's, biggest he's thing he's we've ever had. He's swallowing up galaxies. <laughs> three, yeah. three badasses called him out. Yeah. What? Three. Three in one card. One night. Yeah. Dos Anjos, um, uh, Nate. And um, Charles Oliveira. He's, he's the Floyd Mayweather of yeah. our of the UFC right now. Everyone oh, wants to fight him for the see, for the Oliver, for the payday. But he's oh, way different though because he's no, knocking no. guys. Not dead. the same fighter. I'm saying yeah. as far as oh, yeah. you want to fight him to make that yeah. money. Yeah, but yeah. even that, like, do you, do you ever remember a boxing match where three winners called out Mayweather? 
Like, that's never happened yeah, before. Never. This is like everybody sees, like, ka -ching! They're all like, your shirt, Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> like, come on, son. <laughs> ka -ching! Yeah, it's true, man. Well, I've never also, seen anything like it. You know, they want all the stardom, they want all the perks, they want all the cash, and they want, and they think that they could beat him. Look at that. This is hilarious. Yeah, he, he says that uh, people think that it was a. Uh, it was a, a clean knockout, but it's actually a fight against multiple attackers. How he's hipping away from uh, Big John. He's hey, his have you seen that video out. where Big John knees him in the face? No, he didn't knee him in the face. His, oh, no. his shin have you seen brushed, the video? I've seen it. His shin brushed over Ooh. the top of Aldo's face. It looks like he hit him hard. Big John's the best uh, in the business. That's crazy to look at, isn't it? That he just knocked him dead with one shot. Whack. Insane. Whack. It's interesting um, that... There's this this new emergence of this one guy who shit talks and it sort of changes everyone's approach. Boy, did we need him though. Oh my Boy, god! Boy, did the UFC need him? Everybody needed him. Every every. I mean, I think the Ireland needed him too. You know, they needed like a hero like this. The I world mean, needed him. <laughs> the, 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 well, the UFC's the UFC's a better place with Conor McGregor. You okay, can't say that about a lot of fighters. But here's the thing, okay. When we talk about like Ronda, right? Like Ronda t did a lot of shit talking to, and Ronda was his over-the-top personality. But when she lost, like there was so much hate against her, so much backlash for her behavior. She brought and it on herself. She did. But my point is, Holly emerges as this perfect opposite Angel. of that. Perfect opposite of that. She's super nice. Like she's really friendly and respectful, and it's legit. Like when you talk to her, That's no, there's no fakeness. Off camera, she's exactly the same way. Super confident and also like really nervous about letting anything go to her head. Mm -hmm. Like she's talking about, I want to get back in the gym. She also paid her dues. Yeah, she's like, I don't even want to talk about this. Yes. She's yeah. like, I don't even like all this attention because I don't want to get carried away. But isn't that like that? The UFC needs that too. Like the UFC needs someone who comes along like Holly. Now. Yeah. And they also need someone who comes along and shows the multifaceted approach of MMA that we all know and, and see every day in the men's divisions is now making its way to the women's division at a very high level. Mm -hmm. Instead of having the one person like Hoist Gracie was in the early UFCs would dominate with jiu-jitsu, right? Nobody knew what the fuck was going on. He would dominate. Nobody else could keep up with him technique-wise. There's a very similar situation with Ronda. Like Ronda's dominating all these girls with arm bars. Everybody knows the arm bars are coming. They can't stop it. So she starts to evolve her game. She starts knocking out people like Sarah McMahon and Alexis Davis. And her game starts to evolve. And then someone comes along who has the perfect solution for that. And that perfect solution is very similar to what we saw in the men's divisions. When men learned how to sprawl and brawl, we saw world-class kickboxers like Strikers. Maurice Smith. Yes. When Maurice Smith entered the UFC against Mark Coleman, we went, oh, look at this. And then we see this sort of progression, and now you're seeing it in the women's division. In the women's division, too, it's like girls wanted to fight Ronda, but they weren't. It's not like the Connor effect, where if you fight Connor, you're making fucking bank. The girls, a lot of them, they got smoked so fast, they got maybe a couple hundred grand, maybe, not, not even that, and just get smoked. It was more of the Ronda show, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It was a different animal. Well, so, she was that dominant. She was that dominant, and I don't think you can compare at all competition-wise what's available to a man's 145-pound champion versus a women's 135-pound. Not even close. That's why when people it's say Ali Fraser, what the f no. It's not even you in the can't. ball. It's, there's nowhere nothing like it. There's some good talent in the division. It's shaping up. You've got that new Russian chick that just entered, the uh, multiple. She's a 17-time world Muay Thai champion. She, 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 she beat, beat Sarah, Joanna Yunjacek. 
17 and times. Did, didn't she Dude, fight she Sarah? 17 different is that titles the and or, different organizations. Is that the chick that fought Sarah Kaufman on 8 Days Notice? Is that, or is that someone different? Yes, yes. She fought Sarah Kaufman on 8 she Days Notice. Outgrappled and her outgrappled her. Yeah. And uh, she just kept stayed in the gym, luckily. She was in pretty good shape. But to take a, a fight on TV, Sarah seven Kaufman's days notice. a monster yeah. for the women's division. She's really good. And yes. her, her striking is fucking super high level. Super high level striking. And, uh, you know, they're, you're going to see those, is my point. You're going to see these, these Maury Smith types that now they enter into MMA. You're going to see the Kira Gracie's. Like, Kira Gracie doesn't want to do it. Like, I don't think she has a desire to do MMA. But you're going to oh, see someone stopped? like her. She stopped training? I don't think she wants a fight. I don't know if she's, like, I don't set a fight up. Apparently, she's been training. She's know? so pretty. She's prob if she's smart, she would just keep training. Yeah, I read, a, I read something don't about her yet. saying that she's not into fighting, though. Not anymore? Maybe, maybe it was just a bad I don't know what, translation. Maybe she changed her mind. I don't know. I know she was into it for a while, but I don't know. And if we haven't heard anything from her, it's probably a, a smart thing right. on her behalf. Just disappear and go train for a few years. Right. But just know? imagine if you get someone like a female Gary Tonin who decides, like, you know what? I'm just going to start strangling bitches. I'm just going to make my way into MMA, and these girls can't fuck with fuck my jiu-jitsu. that noise. What yeah. if you get a Serena Williams? Exactly. <gasps> yeah, exactly. What? Yeah, someone She's like, who, let me see the armbar. Got yeah. it. But douche, just yeah. ripping bitches' faces off. Yeah, if you, you get, get an athlete that like level, that, that level athlete who commits to it, or a Marion Jones like, mm -hmm. and they go, yeah. "Wait, I can make money over here. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do this." How about get one of those track and field chicks and teach them how to kick? Good fucking lord! You know Still that's one of the things years, about Aldo. It, it does, years. but that was one of the things about Aldo. You know. Aldo started off playing soccer. Yes. It's one of the reasons why his fucking leg kicks were so nasty. Soccer, then jiu-jitsu. Mm -hmm. And then he started picking up yeah. stand-up. Uh, his leg kicks were fucking ridiculous. Crazy. And it's because of And it's kind of fucked that he gets kind of left out of it. He's the one who gets fucked in this. What, what do you do when a guy gets knocked out like that in 13 seconds, in, in the fairest world possible? As soon as he's ready to go, he gets to fight for the belt. But do you, you owe it to him. You do. You owe it to him. But do you allow him to choose between a rematch with McGregor or if Frankie beats McGregor, he fights Frankie for the belt again? He fights for the belt him, no matter who has but it. Do you let a, f a fight happen in between his fight? Do you give him the time to recover? Yes. Or do you, di do you put the belt as aside, put it on hold, and say the belt does not get fought for until Aldo comes back? Well, that's what you're doing with Ronda. It is what you're doing with yeah. Ronda. It is. It's his exact. Well, don't say you. No, no, I'm not me. saying you. I'm saying yeah. Scrooge McDuck. Right. But that is how they look at it. They look at it in terms of finances. They think that if you look at Holly, Holly almost lost to Raquel Pennington in her pro debut, or a UFC debut, rather. Yeah. She won a split decision to Raquel in a t close fight. Then uh, she fought Marion Renew. Is that who she fought? Mm -hmm. Beat her, and beat her decisively. Then just pulled out the fucking performance of a lifetime against a charging opponent, someone who really played into her strengths. If you look at the aggression that Ronda had, none of the other fights that she had, no, no one was that aggressive chasing after her. People were much more respectful of her striking ability. But Ronda just charged right out. She her also didn't fight at a really high level. Ronda did striking. No, 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 not at all. Well, they were all very amateur. And if you look at, like, at least on paper, like credential-wise, no one's as high level as, as Holly in MMA and in the women's division, other than Joanna and Jacek and this uh, this this new, new um, woman, yeah, yeah. Um, Shvevchenko. It's I a think tough name, man. Yeah, it's it's rough. There was a couple tough ones on that. Um, yeah, I saw on that, that card, but. Uh, but Holly is like a 19-time, um, how many times did Nine she win? Time. Nine-time world boxing yeah. champion. This chick's 17-time world Muay Thai champion. Then you've got um, uh, Ioana Jacek, six-time world Muay Thai champion. I just think 
with Joe Zalto, what he's done for the sport, give him time off, let him right. heal, and then let everything else figure itself out, make these huge fights, and then when Jose goes, all right, I'm ready, a year from now, you give him the title. Has Isn't the everybody jumping? Or, no, that's what I was going to say. Have they made the decision already? No, no, I don't think. Didn't I think Dana everybody's say the winner of? Yeah, didn't? Wasn't there a quote that Dana said the winner of Cerrone Dos Anjos gets uh, Connor? No, I think what he said was that Connor could fight for the lightweight title next. There could be a fight they do. Oh, he never guaranteed anybody I don't anything. Think, but even if he does, they take it back. Yeah, like it Misha matter. was Misha was guaranteed the title. She was pissed if she beat Jessica. I she beats Jessica, I, and they look eh, eh, like we're good. Eh. Mm. Change of plans. Yeah, they just changed it on her. It's tough, you know? man. Look, man. But you know, you know, think, Diaz you know did what? say. I you know, Diaz you perform, said Joe Silva. They'll make it happen. I think. I think. He, <sighs> he might have been high as fuck when he said that. He said in an inter- interview <laughs> right after. He goes. Uh, he goes. Joe Silva guaranteed me I get Connor. I'll tell you one thing. That some I, shit. I got to give props to Jeff Nowitzki, not just for um, what he's done, scare the fuck out of everybody, and and make them all get off the sauce because he's definitely done that. That's the word. But also he. Um, was outspoken about Nick Diaz, about Nick Diaz's uh, suspension. He said and it's not right. The fines right? is bullshit. Yeah. Here you got a guy who's the fucking USADA, USADA drug guy, and he's saying it's bullshit. And he's, he's saying it's a bullshit decision. Fuckers, you're talking about Barry yeah. Bonds, Lance Armstrong, big Marion, cases. Yeah, Marion um, Jones. Uh huh. Yeah, he went after everybody. Do they test for weed and cycling? Is there? Oh, you just, what'd you say? Is do your, they test for weed and cycling? I think they do. You know, there was a study recently that showed that ultra marathoners benefit from weed. I think they eat it. I think they eat it and it helps them run more. Weird. Uh, not all of them. <laughs> Why do you say that? Why do you say not, not all, all of them? Well, not all marathon runners smoke weed. No, no, no. But the ones that do. Yeah, it benefits them. Do, oh, you okay. say not all of them means some guys eat weed and it doesn't do shit for them. They no, run no. off track. I meant like not all. <laughs> like, the, oh, Joshua trees. I, I, I thought running through sounded, the woods. I, I, it sounded like you said all marathon runners. No, I said eat. ultra. 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 Yeah. ultra. Ultra marathon runners. Here it is. The debate over running while hot. For ultra marathon runners, marijuana has enormous benefits, but is it ethical? What is this in, uh, Jamie? What's the uh, Wall what, Street what? Journal? Wall Street Journal writing Shit. about it. Well, that's pretty legit. Powerful Wall Street yeah, Journal. That's, Whoa. I thought fuck. it was going to be some bullshit. The world's changing, Eddie Bravo. Dude. Since you first got me high 15 years ago, the world has changed radically. Yeah. Yeah. Eddie Bravo's the catalyst. That's El Diablo right there. <laughs> El Diablo he, right he there. He gave me the first joint. We had an ice Where's cream that? Sunday, and I was never the same. <laughs> Where's that devil dust, son? <laughs> that Colombian devil dust? I'm trying to get dust? on that shit. Well, Everybody I'll, I'll thought I was the crazy stoner, man. I was like, God, I got to get Joe. If I could get Joe fucking stoned, they won't think I'm crazy. <laughs> they won't think they I'm won't... crazy. Yeah, that was, I mean, shit. Well, there were so many misconceptions. So many people have misconceptions. To this well, day, the they have misconceptions. the pothead culture that kind of fucked you. Well, you know what it is, man? There are some people that are just fucking lazy. And the idea is that pot gets you lazy. Yes. That's not true. It, you know, I think it does the opposite, to me at least. Everybody Depends has a different reaction. Yes. But to me, it makes me paranoid of being lazy. How about that? So it might be I get high and I want to get things done. I'm like, oh, I got to clean my office. Ah, Some I people should. get high and just don't move and eat Cheetos. Those people. And then blame it on that. I really believe those people would just do the same yeah, thing. Yeah, they're lazy no matter what. I really do. I really think there's a lot of people that are just lazy. There's also a lot of people that are just not thinking right. They just, they, they just not, like, you don't enjoy rest unless you deserve it. That's the reality of life. If you just fucking off your whole life, it's not as fun. Like, rest is fun when you deserve it. Yes. Like, it feels good to eat after you work out. Mm-hmm. Like, if you lift and you fucking beat your ass in the gym, and then you go have a steak, oh, 
that's the most delicious food ever. The best. But if you just have a steak, yeah, it's delicious. But you don't even know how good it is. Mm -hmm. You don't know how good it is. If you just pushed your body before you ate it, you would enjoy it so much more. I mean, you might not be into lifting or, or any kind of working out. That might not be your thing. But my point is that, like, if there's some things that you really need to do and you say you fuck off and you don't do them and you get late, you're going to hate yourself. Yeah. There's going to be a part of you that knows you didn't do the shit you were supposed to do. And if you fuck off and you get too lazy and don't accomplish things, you're not going to enjoy the rest as much as you do when you do accomplish things. Mm -hmm. Like, you talk about it. Like, you get home from class, you work all day, teach class, you get home and you watch Netflix. It's a joy. Dude. I love. I'm, I'm almost done with Breaking Bad. <laughs> I always wait. I always wait till a hundred people tell me, "Dude, you got to see it." You haven't seen it, dude. You got it's the greatest show on TV, bro. I got to hear that a hundred times. And I'm like, cool. I want it to be true. I just need to hear it because I can't get into it. I watched one. Breaking Bad. No, you got to. Oh, you got to go back. Go it's back. Good. I watched good. the first one too, yeah, I and I didn't like one. the pilot too much. Me neither. But. People kept saying you got to give it time. Give really? it time. Yeah, the characters. It's it's a great show. I, I watched the it. whole first season when I was getting my right arm done. When I was getting my right arm tattooed, you I, loved I watched it. it all on uh, iPad. That's the best. Is it getting tattooed while you're watching a a, a good show? Yeah, you need to because you don't even notice it. You're yeah. like yeah. this annoying thing on my arm. Yeah. I look over. Ooh. And I just started <laughs> Walking Aaron Dead. Dead. <laughs> just started oh, Walking, walking Dead. Dead's good. Did, you really liked it, right? Oh, I love it. You know walking Dead? No, oh, no, you haven't seen it. No, I've seen Walking it's good? Dead. It shits, it's good. it shits the bed for one season, though. I'm going to tell you this right now, and I want to tell you when. There's a part in time where I was like, these motherfuckers are ready to leave this show. And then they fired everybody. And they hired all the new writers, and they just whoosh, back, brought it back from the dead with a Completely redeemed themselves. Yeah, it, it hit a rough spot. Mm. Where Did a you lot see of Narcos? People, but they recognized yes, it. Of course. I saw Narcos. No way. I haven't seen God Narcos. Damn it. Dude, Are you I'm, kidding me? It's going to be hard to watch TV after it. No, seriously. You have. It's the greatest show. I'm in the middle of this fucking uh, president show, though. I'm in the middle of House, uh, of, House, House of, Cards. of Cards right now. Okay, I'll jump on that. Dude, I'm two, two episodes, one and a half, actually. I watched it on the plane. On American Airlines, they got a little screen thing in front of you. They had Netflix on it. TV's Damn. back. We're it's all like, excited oh, about TV, shit. man. And you, about and you know 10 what years did? ago, we said TV sucks. You know what brought it in? HBO and the internet uncensored. That's yeah. what that's what made it back. Correct. And even when like you're watching those shows like Breaking Bad, it's cable. They can say things you can never say on network. And they show can't, things, yeah. They can't say everything, but they can get close. Like Walking Dead, they get close. They're way they could get away with way more, but they still have commercials. Like the commercials fuck everything up. They're you gotta, terrible. You got to watch it on Netflix or on. Uh, on um, Apple TV, yeah. I subscribe to those. Oh things. hell yeah, hell yeah! Apple TV, man, that's the shit. The best. I, I need a new show, man. Uh, <laughs> I need one. We're all excited I'm about shows. I'm like, telling shit, you, TV's good again. House Fuck. of Cards. One episode. Ten minutes into the first episode, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, it's good. I need that. Show. I gave up on the Last Man on Earth, man. That's, I heard it sucks. I, I got to like a season and a half. And I'm like, Fuck, I, heard I can't it, do it. No I heard more. it started off really good. Yeah. You know the the, the performance the, the head guy he's fucking brilliant he's so funny he's so good but he's so good at annoying you you hate that character so much that it end, you end up hating the show because you hate him so much like, wow you know damn, damn. he's the he plays God, the damn. biggest douchebag ever he's the last man on earth and, <sighs> he's and the he's guy from asshole. Saturday Night Live right uh I don't know if he's in Saturday Night Live but he did Tim and Eric stuff. He is. Oh shit, yeah. you know what else is really good? The new Bob and Dave show. Like uh, the the guys who did Mr. Show mm -hmm. with Bob and Dave. Mm -hmm. Bob and Dave? Yeah. Yeah. Bob Odenkirk and Dave Cross. Yeah. The new one is fucking hilarious. It's really good. I watched mm. one episode of that. That's another Netflix show. I was balls deep in the wire for a while. 
you watch The Wire? I watched one episode. I never got into it. The Wire? I know. It's supposed to be awesome. I think I went into second episode, but it was years ago. People and everybody keep saying keeps The Wire, too. They keep saying that. That's, yeah. that's on the see, back I burner. I haven't done it yet. I know. It's I tough, need to. Man. Jamie's nodding. I know. It's legit as fuck. I know. I need to. But I need to watch all these goddamn documentaries, too. Everybody's always that's telling me. That's my favorite thing, documentaries. There's so many documentaries I need a good one. People tweet me a good documentary, well, please. Well, you're going to get overwhelmed. But, well, I'll just Prepare take... Prepare for the fucking cavalcade of chemtrail documentaries. No, <laughs> no, I'm phone. not into that. I don't need conspiracy theories. I need some legit your shit. your phone right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me ask you this, heavyweight. What, where, do you, where do you put uh, Alistair Overeem now? He just knocked the fuck out Junior Dos Santos. the number two with, guy. Not only that, he's the first guy to ever fight Junior and not take any damage. Who he the took fuck, zero damage. Who the fuck else has ever fought Junior Dos Santos and not taken any damage? He had great footwork. Dude. He fought uh, very the, smart. Was, how he much of it? Smart. They avoided was, each other. Was, for sure. they, but you know what? He's he, not stupid. He baited him in. He no, baited him smart. in. smart. Then he started opening up in that second round. People were booing, but you try fighting a knockout artist yeah. who, with the uh, smallest margin of error. You, yep. make, you, turn, you dodge left instead of right, the night's yep. over. Yeah. So when I see that, I'm like, I get it. They're just trying to oh, yeah. get a vibe here. And people are booing. I'm like, no, just fucking wait. For it. Well, not only that, but Junior is like taking his time too, and he's just it's bald, respect, and he's balled up looking to uncork bombs. It's like, respect, yeah. And when Junior's throwing, those punches are they're whizzing by. Oh, they're and they night all enders. Have, they all have death on There's them. There's no feeling yeah. out with those two. No. So I, I respect that first round, and then the second round. I mean, that left hook was from Dude, fucking. He opened up Mars. with a bunch of shit in that second round. First of all, he started off. Oh. He started off orthodox. Yes. And he started killing that front leg. He hit him with some. Zzz Zippers. He's a free Some agent now. Whack. He's a free agent. Alistair is? Yes. Ooh, that's big. And then that body shot. Oh, my God. He kept hitting him. He was switching stances real good, and he was constantly moving. And he was say he said to me after the fight, first thing he said is that Wim Hof breathing stuff works. God damn. Like, we were talking about it before I did the interview with him. And he goes, that Wim Hof stuff works. That's that dope. He wants to do the podcast. We gotta, I got to get him on the podcast. He'd be I brilliant. Talk about yeah, well, yeah, that'd be great. You want to talk about a guy who's been stopped a lot. <laughs> You know, a lot. I mean, it's amazing. A lot. As he's had far, a lot of losses. As far as he's gotten, if you go back and watch kickboxing and then strike force, or not strike force, he didn't get stopped K1, in strike force, but he got, he, he got stopped in pride. I mean, if you look at the Many stoppage losses that he got in K1 and in pride, in strike force, he was the champ. He never lost in strike force, I believe. He beat Verdum in strike force. He fucked up Brett Rogers. Fucked up. That was when he that was, was Uber the Uber Oh my god. He was a totally different animal. Fucking threw Brett Rogers to the ground. Oh my god. He he kicked Brett Rogers in the beginning of the first round with a with a right leg kick. Where you see the look on Brett Rogers' face, he was he just realizes, "Oh yeah, shit." Bitch. It was just a completely different level of striker that he'd ever faced cuz he had beaten um, Orlovsky, but he caught Orlovsky like nervous and tentative. Orlovsky standing in front of him, and it was scared Orlovsky. Yes. You know, Orlovsky had this period of time where he was in a rut before he went with uh, Jackson. When he was getting knocked John. out. Yeah. He was training with Freddie Roach. He just was. He was in a rut. He was in Chicago. He wasn't training with uh, Jackson and Winklejohn down in Albuquerque. Mm -hmm. And then they took him on, and he even had a big loss when they took him on. Um, Karatonov, Sergey Karatonov. That's a tough fight, especially at the time when he fought him. Karatonov, Karatonov was, was on fire. He was on fire. Knocked him out. What's he the latest with him? Arlovsky's killing it. Fighting Stipe. He's no, killing no, it. No, 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 Karatonov. Karatonov did some. For the he did Russian some. <laughs> I'd like to point out that, that was Brendan Schaub's voice, <laughs> not, not Eddie Bravo's. I'm not UFC employee, motherfucker. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think he fought in Glory, right? Yeah, and he then, fought in um, Glory. I don't know what he's doing these days. He did some kickboxing for a while. I think he had a back injury too, that set him back a bit. 
I don't he's know like what he's doing these days. Tearing yellow book pages or some shit. He's just how a about man's Fa- man. How about Fedor's opponent just gets announced like a day ago? The worst market of all when time. When did that get announced? He's irrelevant now. I don't give a fuck. He's fighting he that kickboxing, the Indian kickboxing guy. People thought it was a joke when they announced it. I know, like, they there's did. no way. Nah, well, there's man. no one available. There's no one available. It's silly. What if they made the Overeem versus Fedor fight? Sergey Karatanov, I'm currently negotiating with UFC, Bellator, and Glory. Posted today. Oh, today. Thicker than a Snickers on that yeah, picture. Yeah, it looks like God he's been dog. a lot of sausages. <laughs> <laughs> he looks scary as fuck. Right oh, he's there, dangerous. Dude. Come on, he's Karatanov. A, he's a motherfucker. Barnett yeah. fucked him up, though. Yeah, he did. Barnett fucked Barnett him up. Barnett got him down and fucked yeah. him up. But you know what I remember, man? I remember him holding Semi Schilt down and and hammer fisting him in his eyeball. Remember that? And Semi <laughs> yeah. Schilt is screaming as he's hammer fisting his sa- the same the eyeball Russian that he's fucking hammer. up. And he's like mounting him. He's like mounting him high on the chest because Semi wasn't like the best grappler in the world. He was just nasty kickboxer. Great kickboxer. He had great but... wrist control. He oh, would yeah. have dudes that would mount him and he would just hold their wrists. <laughs> yep. so he was so long he's and he would so punch big. back. He yeah. would strike off his back. Pete Williams had him in the mount. Was He couldn't do shit to mm-hmm. him and he survived. The round ended. Next round, Sammy Schultz <laughs> throws some front kicks. We never seen that before. Front he kicks to the body, right to the body, boom. And we thought, ah, oh, it, it's it's because he's seven foot tall. No, nobody, and you know, with the uh, with normal legs can get away with shit like that. Once right? they started the learning, it, it's off. crazy how that's taken off. Like that, the earliest ever kick that you learn in traditional martial arts is like one of the most recent kicks yeah, that people are successful with. That's crazy. No Dude, one was throwing. A, it. There was a video just a few years ago of you and I in my garage. You were asking me about front kicks. I'm like, <laughs> will they? Man, will will, gonna, they, man, will someone perfect. ever throw one? That was the question. <laughs> will someone ever throw that Bruce Lee kick like that to the poop? And, and I was my thought was like, man, you got to time to the it jaw. perfect to the jaw. And Anderson Silva. Oh yeah. my god. And everyone downloaded that, that data. That slow motion of Vitor's head snapping back from that front kick and his legs buckling and him going down and Anderson beating on him. It's a very Who's Anderson fight next? Now. Oh yeah. Who's Anderson? Because Vitor doesn't want to fight him. He's not going to fight him. Vitor won't fight him and Rockhold is calling out Vitor, which is very fascinating. Because it's, what do you do there? Here's a good question. Do you t- have a rematch with Weidman? Or do you have him fight Yoel before Yoel turns 50? Nope. Yo- Yoel, Yoel uh, is 63 years old. He's got to fight. <laughs> if he's going to fight for the title. It has to be like now, like tomorrow. No, no bullshit. He's 38. Like, at what point in time? I mean, he, if he's he, clean. He, he didn't do enough for me to earn that title shot. Okay. I, I think, I I think Weidman Rockhold 2 is the fight, 100%. That's the fucking mm. fight. Because if, if Weidman didn't throw that terrible spinning Wheel kick, kick yeah. where the fuck that was. You don't throw that, we got a different fight on our hands. Yeah, people give me a hard time about the difference between saying uh, turning side kick and spinning back kick. You're totally right. I say spinning back kick because that's what everybody calls it. But the real spinning back kick is like a donkey kick. It's yes. like heel up. I always call a turning side kick a spinning back mm. kick. Or sometimes people throw it like a spinning side kick. But the difference between people also give me a hard time about the wheel kick, spinning hook kick. Like I had a conversation with this dude about it online. But that's the same kick. The difference between a hook kick and a wheel kick is like the difference between a long left hook and a short left hook. It's the same kick. You're spinning, you're using the heel, Mm -hmm. but there's two different types of wheel kicks. There's a wheel kick that's like with the leg is bent, and then there's a stiff leg wheel kick, which uh, is slower. threw it and missed, right? No, he landed it on Hunt, but he kind of calfed him. Well, no, no, he he tried it against Overeem, if you remember, but he missed. You're right, he missed it. Yes. Yeah, Um, but the uh, stiff leg wheel kick is very rare. You have to have a sucker. Like you have to have a guy who's mm-hmm. like really standing 
in front of you, but it's so powerful. To, stiff, uh, like you've seen me throw a stiff happen. leg one on the back, yeah, and they, but they happen. I mean, oh, stiff when leg they happen, one, they're... stiff leg one's rare. Usually, rare. it's a it's a bent one, like the one okay. with Terry Edom okay. and um and uh, like what, what, um, what is Edson Barboza? Edson Barboza. Throw? That's, that's what a... I said. He throws the wheel kick. It's a bent Dude, leg. That's a wheel but kick. Okay. Here's what happens. It's bent. Up until like the point of contact, and then it sort of snaps out. It whips. The stiff leg one, like if you see me throw it on a bag, mm -hmm. your leg becomes stiff way earlier. It's way earlier. Your your leg gets stiff like halfway in. Again, this is like this is like big big time technicalities. They're basically the same kick, but the back kick and the uh, turning side kick they are different. Like Chuck Liddell throws the back kick. He would throw it like he he's like throwing it on on bags, but like shows people like holding the pad for it, and he'll throw it. And so he throws it like um, donkey kick style. Like yes, the heel, heel is up, mm -hmm. toes are down. The, the way Barboza throws it, he throws it spinning side kick or turning side kick where the foot is flat and the heel and the toes are parallel to the floor. Nasty. It's nasty. To answer your question about Overeem, though, you can make a good argument that he deserves a title shot. Well, he's, he's won four of his last five. Yeah. He's marketable as fuck. But Ben Rothwell knocked him out just a couple of fights ago, and he's unbeaten too. Well, so, ben, but Ben Rothwell fights uh, Barnett. Yes, right? he fights Barnett, and maybe the winner of that tough fight, fight, then they decide. Because Barnett versus about, uh, Ben Rothwell's in New Jersey in January, correct. right? What yeah. about Stipe Arlovsky? It's a very good point. What do you do with Arlovsky if he wins that fight? Well, Stipe went to war with Junior, right? He fought five hard rounds, lost. went to war, lost a real close fight, but got dropped and legitimately lost. He's ranked okay. ahead of Junior now, by the way. Oh, I don't know about that. That doesn't make any sense. Orlovsky's it goes so uh, it goes Kane one right Verdum's champ. Kane's one, Orlovsky's two, Stepe's three. I forget who four is. That doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I think if Junior beat him, Junior should be ahead of him. Even if Junior just got knocked out by Alistair. Alistair's ranked behind Junior now. Okay, um, that's insane. That's insane. That those ratings are fucking bananas. Isn't it funny? No, here's even worse than this. Um, when Conor McGregor knocked out Aldo, uh, there's a Brazilian judge or writer or whatever the fuck journalist, whoever gets to vote on these things, that voted Conor down four spaces on the pound for pound. That's that was why his these vote. things are a joke. But that makes that guy, it, 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 he is no longer credible. You cannot have that guy vote no, well, anymore. This That's be old a disgrace. It's got to be old because no. if you go back, it has Overeem under. Uh, no, this, this is current. So this no, is no, no, it's current. This no. is current. Even though he just knocked be. out Joe Santos, he's still ranked below him in the Holy Home is ranked below Ronda. Yeah. She knocked Ronda in the okay. That's automatic. That's automatic. Fuck, this is old. How the fuck no, does that No, this isn't old, brother. No, no, Eddie, that's not this automatic. This is updated, man. You don't understand. There's, they have like some goofy system of how they do this thing. And there's a bunch of dummies out there that somehow or another think Ronda should be ranked above Holly after Holly knocked her out because Ronda's beaten so many people. And that's... He, these That's same insanity. These same silly hoes wait for us to do these podcasts, and so they can talk break shit their about us. Yeah. Yes. Well, this is this is clearly the most nutty thing ever. If you look at the heavyweight division, Jamie, scroll down for the heavyweight division, please. Who do you got on look the rematch? At, look, but hold on right a second. Now. Let's let's look over this real quick. Look at this. Cain Velasquez makes sense, of course. He was the champion. He lost to Fabricio. He's beaten everybody else, right? That makes sense. He's the champ. Arlovsky, He's done really well, um, but. Uh, number two, boy, that's a tough sell. That's a tough sell when you look at the difference between the guys he's beaten and then you look at the guys that Alistair's beaten. If you look at Alistair just beating Junior, I think you got to put him right up there Alistair with lost Arlovsky. to Travis Brown. Orlovsky beat Travis Brown. That's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. Junior beat yeah. Stipe. It's fucking weird. It's man. tough because... 
Junior, like, and Arlovsky never fought. That's so a great you fight. That would be a great fight. That's the fight that's going to happen if Andre loses. If Andre loses. 100%. Boy, who knows what's going to happen with Junior now, though. When Junior gets KO'd like that, you got to take some time he's off, He's never right? been the same. To me, after the Kane fights, he's just not, it's took too much, it took too much on him. See, I, I look know. at the fight with Orlovsky and you, that's a super close fight. That was so close. That was anybody's fight. Anybody yeah. could have won that most fight. Most people say Shab won. But when, and then, <laughs> when I mean and most then, people, I mean everyone. And then Orlovsky's last fight against Frank Mir. That was another. Like, he knocked out. Remember, he knocked after me. He knocked out Bigfoot. Travis foot. Brown. He knocked out yep. Bigfoot, which was beautiful. Frank Mir, Travis Brown, mm -hmm. nice fighting Stipe. We didn't knock out Frank Mir. Him and Frank Mir had that. Oh, that's uh, right. That really boring, boring really boring yeah. fight. And they're like, let's do yeah. it again. Mm -hmm. Absolutely not, sir. So that's two fights that he had that were like really like slow to pull the trigger. Not much happens. Travis just went after him, and he went after Travis. And I think a lot of that might have been familiarity because both those guys knew each other really well from the gym, from training together. And the word was that Arlovsky would get the better of Travis in sparring. When there's nothing on the line, it's all just skills, right? When you're just in the, 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 the cage, you're training together, there's no pressure, there's no media, there's no nothing, then you just see skills. Arlovsky has some vicious fucking striking skills. Like, if you go back to just skills, you go back to his early fights and you watch his knockouts when he was the UFC heavyweight champion. Fuck, Phenomenal. dude. Phenomenal. Dude, his right hand was a piston. Well, there was no fat to it. He would just uncork that motherfucker on dudes and just sleep them. Well, Blah. I think the reason, A, why my fight in Arlovsky's was so boring is we trained a lot together, too. Mm -hmm. And they were, I mean, you, it was a, if judges are scoring, it was the same fight. It was yeah. very, like, super close. Right. So we knew each other. So we were both so nervous when we fought. Because right. when you're going in, you're like, fuck, man. Anything can happen. Fuck, this fight's right. going to be tough. Yeah. Yeah, and Arlovsky, knowing that he had that advantage over Travis Brown from his training, looked real confident in that fight, too. He looked real relaxed in that fight. What a fucking crazy slugfest that was. <gasps> the Travis Brown-Arlovsky fight might have been one of the greatest first rounds or one-rounders ever in the history of the heavyweight division. I agree, especially where they're ranked. And now you got Brown versus uh, Mitrione. That's a motherfucker for a fight. Travis Brown's fighting Mitrione? In Boston, son. On TJ and... Uh your boy Cruz's card. Whoa, that's Brace right. yourself. Oh that's my a good goodness. fight. A lot of people are overlooking that. It's a great Why fight. Why did I feel like Mitrion was fighting somebody else? I don't that's know. a great fight. <laughs> that's a stand-up war. Mm. You know what else is a great fight that's happening in um, in um, Roy New Jersey? Roy Rochelle. Nelson and, no, I'm sorry, Josh Barnett and Big Ben Rothwell. That's a great fight. That's a great fight. Of veterans. Ooh, that's especially after Josh Barnett looks so good against Roy. He looked fantastic. He looked Roy. amazing. Five Although he got taken rounds. down a bunch. So what? Nothing happened. You know, you got Roy versus Jared Rochelt. Yeah, that's a good fight, too. It's not really a blockbuster. I'm just well, saying you got Rochelt's got a, you know, he's got a minus P's and Q's against Roy. Yeah, he's, he's going to be in front. Out. He's going to be in front of Roy. He's been knocked out before. Yeah, too. and he's going to be in front of Roy. You know, he's not like going to be Alistair Overeeming it. No. The way Overeem fought Roy, he got knocked down too. Remember that's, that? That's He's true. a very good wrestler, and he could put. He might. We might see Roy Nelson on his back a lot. You're right. You're right. We might. I mean, we might. That's his game plan, 100. percent Yeah, it's really he's, he's good a, point, man. High level wrestling, right there. That, so. That's yeah. That fight's not going to break any records for style points. I can promise you that. Unless Roy just knocks him to fucking next week. Did you see that fucking new dude Nganu? 
the the French guy. Yes, body up. Good lord, was that DJ from Street Fighter? He looked <laughs> fuck. He was dude. bodied up, son. Dude, that guy is fucking big. He got on the scale, and for all I could look at is the size of his feet. <laughs> I was like, this guy's got canoes. He's got canoes under his He's ankles. He's a fucking he hits monster hard too. But oh, he got taken down uh, off of a kick. But the dude who took him down couldn't do anything with him. And then he got back up and just boxed him up, man. Nasty him, power. Him and that DJ. Is it DJ Lewis, the Beast? Him and DJ yes. need to fight some black on black crime. Oh, the, the boxer? No, no, Which the one? Beast. You know the, the, the Lewis who knocked out. Oh, uh, I know who you're talking about. Remember? He was like yeah. beating his chest and then yeah. called out Mitrione. And Mitrione was like, huh? And like yeah. knocked him out in like 30 yeah. seconds. Derek Lewis, right? Yes. Yeah, Derek, Derek Lewis. Lewis. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, black on black crime. Yeah, but this dude is Engano is a nasty striker. That boy man. is bodied up. He's also really good, man. His striking is fucking strong. I really enjoyed watching his striking. I was like, ooh, this guy with a few fights under his belt. How's his ground game? Well, he, he had good defense. Being French, he got taken tough. down. You're right. He got taken down and he got uh, controlled on the ground, but not not much happened to him there. And once he got up, good lord, he hit that dude with a left uppercut that just shut the lights out. Night, it, night. it came right through the arms too, right through the guard, like right up the middle. There's a better uppercut over the weekend, not to change subjects, but did you see Ortiz versus Jennings in the heavyweight bout? Yes, I did. Jennings has never been knocked down. Ortiz's yeah. uppercut was fucking filthy. Yeah, he's nasty, man. He's a 36 year old Cuban. No one wants to fight Southpaw. Mm -hmm. Everyone's like, what the fuck? And they couldn't believe Jennings took the fight because he has over like 350 amateur fights. Well, Jennings was, uh, he fought um, Klitschko. To a decision. Yeah, and had a real good fight with him, yeah, and man. you know he's got to take that fight because this is a this is a fight that if he beats this dude, it sends it sets him right back up. The only thing is they're saying with Ortiz, like no one really knows him. He's super dangerous. Southpaw, yeah. three hundred fifty amateur fights, just this monster in Cuba. This the the technique, oh, so clean. He is fucking nasty. So man. good. He's older, so it's time he, to get going. Yeah, well, he's that's like what I feel about Yoel Romero. But Yoel Romero, is there a guy alive built better than that man? I mean, if, if Mr. Universe was real... I agree. Like, if it wasn't some freak who just shoots D-ball into his dick hole until his fucking <laughs> neck explodes, if it was actually, like, what's, like, the best-looking body for an athlete, it's Yoel Romero. Or Woodley. Woodley's right up there. He's right there. He's right there. Yoel Romero's weirder, though. He's weirder, because Woodley, it almost makes sense. It's all, like, it seems like he's... Yeah, he's, like, really well-built, but it all makes sense. Romero looks like a super, like yeah, an action It doesn't look hero. real. No. First of all, he's got all this extra neck and shoulder muscle. Looks like a Ninja Turtle. It's all, like, built up yes. like a shell. Yeah, like a Ninja yeah. Turtle. And then his waist is, like, that small. Tiny. And his, his abs are just retarded. They don't, they don't even make sense. It's an ass for... <laughs> Boom! Yeah, it's like if you saw him in a comic book, you'd be like, why don't they make more realistic representations <laughs> of men? He looks why like are you holding men up to these unrealistic <laughs> images? You're fucking with our body image. <laughs> You're ruining you men. You guys are so racist. <laughs> How's it racist? That's he looks Cuban. like those action figures Cuban that you got a race. kid. He looks just like a Cuban's fucking a country. freak. How's it racist? I don't think he gets the title <laughs> shot, though. The fight was too boring. They should well, make them fight again. He fought sick. Apparently, he had the flu. So they were saying they were saying he was sick well, like right up until... Rockhold's uh, foot was about to fall off, and he still did he, work. He had staff. Yes. Mm -hmm. Horrible staff. Yep. And he won by stoppage. Yes. So the rematch, if you're the, if you are, um, I'm Joe Silva. Well, you're either one. Whoever, okay. whoever makes the calls. I gotta be Scrooge to make the calls. Okay, if you, if you're Scrooge, what do you think? Uh, Wideman Rockle two. I could see that. Easy. That's yeah. easy. I Everything else that. doesn't make sense and is in a big fight. The only thing I would like to see Yoel Romero fight for the title because of his age. I feel I'm like with you, he's man. so good. He's so good, and he's doesn't have much time left I at know. that level. 
when you're that level, and also he relies on speed and athleticism. You're not talking about a Bernard Hopkins that's like this super crafty technician. Because once that goes, stops. Yeah, Bernard, like he, the perfect example, of the difference between Bernard and like, like say Roy Jones Jr. Like Roy Jones Jr. was athleticism and speed and 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 all this crazy power and technique. But he wasn't like the classically trained boxer like Bernard was. So he beat Bernard early in his career. Mm -hmm. But then when they fought late in the career, Bernard was older than him by several years. Yeah, man. And and uh, Bernard beat him. I and mean, Bernard just outboxed him. Just fought with better technique. When Roy's speed and power was all gone and his chin wasn't the same. Did you see him just get knocked out last in week? The fourth round. He fought again? Dude, he, he got, got knocked, knocked out bad. dead. How? He got knocked what? dead in Russia. Fourth round. Do we have a video of that? There's like yeah. 18 people in the crowd. Oh, man. No, no. Seriously? He's popular in Russia. Wait, how old is he? He fought a cruiserweight contender. That's the problem. How, how old is he? 195. Fought a 195. He was it the sucks, champion. He's a champion at 175. And then, of course, he went up to heavyweight. He fought John Ruiz, won the heavyweight title. Yeah. But see, wasn't that twenty years ago? A long time ago. He's How forty-six, is, I think. He was my oh, that's, that's, that's not that old. No, no, well, that when is he was old. In his Wait, well, it's, oh, it's old. He's 47. still fighting, son. Forty-six-year-old yeah. Roy Jones Jr. knocked out in first bout as a Russian <laughs> citizen. That's so rough. They had to throw a Russian citizen there. Note the red, white, and blue theme of BloodyElbow.com. What if they, what <laughs> yeah. if they paid like, him? It's red, white, and blue. It's like they're, they're like fucking, it's like this that statement along with their color layout. It's just coincidental, but it's almost like, fuck you, you fucking traitor. Yeah. It da, is weird. Da, 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 da. It's a bummer to see him get knocked out. What man. if they paid him? Yeah. To oh, get they knocked out. No, no, no. They definitely Hell no. Don't. You don't think no, they're he got not a legend? They like would that. never know. He doesn't need money. Well, no, it was a good fight up until he got he got tagged, dude. I mean, it's real. Uh, you want to see it? I would love to see find, it. Find the video. It's, an, uh, it, it's behind got, the air that fucks him. Well, he first got dropped with an uppercut. Less yes. than a round. He fought a real good guy. He fought a legit contender in the cruiserweight division. Mm. And fighting a cruiserweight is like you know. Here it is. The dude he fought is fucking good, and the guy's long. And it was a good fight for a while, but like, look at Roy's body. Like, yeah. what happened? He's forty-six. I fucking know. time happened. I know, but look, Bernard Hopkins is forty-nine, and he doesn't have as wide a waist as Roy does. That doesn't look like a man who's in shape. Wow. He just doesn't wow. look in good shape. He looks like an HBO commentator trying to fight a yeah. fucking monster. I mean, he's still very smart, but this is this does not look good to me. Like I'm not, he doesn't look like he's in the best shape. Like being 49 doesn't keep him from losing body fat yeah. or 46. It doesn't help. It doesn't help. But how come Bernard looks so much gooder? Bernard's so much a gooder. freak. Did I just say gooder? You did. did. I'll take it. I meant better, but I wasn't in the wrong syllable. Well, Bernard genetically is a freak. That nasty left hook to the body that dude just threw. Meanwhile, I don't even know the dude's name. It's he like gets Kevin knocked McBride. down. He gets knocked down. He looks at the crowd like, "Nah, I'm good, man." And the homeboy's like, nah. Who remembers Kevin McBride? Do you remember Kevin McBride? I don't. He's the guy who retired Mike Tyson. Nobody oh, remembers shit. him. God dang. Yeah. We don't want to remember him. Well, it's rough. I mean, he's, Tyson quit on a stool against this guy. Yep. So Roy's still trying the same old tricks, like with that leaping left hook. But he's just a well, here, here comes. Here comes the uppercut. Dude gets him into the corner here. What'd you do? How dare you? Oh, oh there like it is. Yep. Boom. See, now oh, watch man. when he gets the crowd. He still has Damn. the ego. You got to love it. Look at him. He's like, this dude, it's all good. I don't think he's looking in the crowd. I think he's like seeing 30 he stuck his tongue light bulbs. Out. Like, it's all good, he baby. Did? Yeah, he stuck uh, his tongue out to the crowd. Did he stick his tongue out or is he trying to put his mouthpiece back in? No. Nah. Watch, he's smiling. Look, he's smiling. Oh, yeah, you're right. He stuck his tongue out. Yeah. But he might have been like moving his jaw, too. He might have been like this. Like He's talking to the ref. He said, I'm fine. 
He was licking right butterflies. But look at this. Yeah, this dude says, you ain't fine. It's behind the air that fucks him, yeah. man. Bing, bing, bing. Look how he mixes his combinations, too. Uppercut, right. and here's the right hand Boom! over the top. behind Damn. the air. Dink. Oh, it's so hard to shit. watch, man. It's a bummer, man. It's hard to watch him get felled like that. It's like watching a kid <clears throat> get beat up. And then the guy does the cross thing to make sure he doesn't die. <laughs> and he's like groaning and moving around while he's on his back. Super just, fucked up. I don't like looking at his legs. Like, look at his legs. Those are like soft, mushy legs. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I think of a guy like Roy Jones Jr., I think of like sinewy, oh. sinewy fast twitch muscle fiber. I think of a guy in shape. I'm looking at his legs and I'm like, that's a guy who's not in shape. Like he's one of the leg. best boxers of all time. But look at the definition. Like it's all missing. Like look at his body. But like, a lot of boxers that like George Foreman. Mm -hmm. George Foreman when he fought Muhammad Ali was fucking jacked. Right. But and then he got <clears> super fat. The difference is George Foreman was a heavyweight. And a heavyweight who gets fat is not giving up any weight. You know, I mean George he's still losing muscle three hundred pounds. Yeah. But he was enormous. Even when he was fat, Big he boy. had enormous muscles. Big boy. What I'm looking at here is like a guy who looks like he's out of shape. He just doesn't look at all like he's in shape. He looks like he's an analyst for HBO that jumped in there with a killer. It's just it's it's, exactly what's going on. You know what it is? Look at this fucking uppercut. Look at this. The look in this guy's face, too. He's looking to murder. Look at this. Oh, Ooh. oh, my God. That right hand that put him away is terrifying. Show that one more time. God damn. The way that looks in slow motion. Look at this. Look at him. Just a killer. Look at the, look at his eyes, and he just uncorks the perfect right hand to the side of Roy's head and watches him drop. It's the same story that plays itself out time and time and time again. That's fighters, though, right? They go out on their shield, man. Most guys, I mean, they become they don't become fighters because they don't enjoy this, you know? know? But it's just so weird to watch. It's so weird to watch it happen to Roy for whatever reason. Like, here, do me a favor and put on Roy Jones Jr. versus Virgil Hill. Let's go back to the prime. Go back to when he was the light heavyweight champion and he iced Virgil Hill with his a right hi hand. His highlight body. reel? Yeah, go to the highlight reel. Go to reel. his highlight. Yeah, go to Roy Jones' highlight reel. That's even better. When they See, have his song? Dude, the, this, I mean, who the fuck was like this guy? He's the best of all time to me. I uh, love him. He's my favorite. My favorite to watch for sure. Right up there. You know the only other guy that uh, was one of my favorites to watch, but for a different reason? Well, Roberto Duran, for sure. But also, look at his speed. But um, Look at his body, son. Look at him dancing. Robot. Robot. He, was, he was amazing. Pop, drop, and lock it. But he also had a weird body. Like, he had, like, giant bicep muscles. Like, his biceps were giant. Like, Jesus Christ. Look at that left hook. He was just so fast, but he relied on this. Look at that. Come on, son. Fast and powerful. Oh, but yeah. once that goes away, it's not a fun game. Bison. But look at the body. Look at his body. Boom. Look at his body here and compare it to the body of the dude that we just watched get knocked out. I mean, this is a fucking... Damn, look at his body there. Yeah. He dude. was 46, bro. I know. I understand. No, I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, he has some sort of uh, a Vinny, work Vinny ethic Pazienza. problem. I'm not saying he has a work ethic problem or anything like that. I'm just saying it's just so fucked up to There's see. There's no way he could train the same no. at 46. The Look fight at against Ooh. Vinny Pazienza, they had a round where Vinny didn't land not one punch. It was the only time ever in CompuBox history Winner. that the opponent didn't land a punch at all. Dude, he was insane. He would punch you and just be nowhere near you when you wanted to punch him back. He was just on another level, speed and, and like reflex-wise. Completely different level than anybody ever. What is that white boy doing? 
it's just so sad to see idiot. this guy become the guy that we just watched because i mean he was a that's what happens though so. right joe if you keep fighting this happens to everyone i man. guess man i just who don't doesn't understand. it happen to i don't understand why especially when you're famous as him you can fight whenever you want this is like when nobody knew who he was dude he was insane he was so I was I was there for that fight. I was there live for this fight. Really? Yeah. Who's that? I forget the dude's name. He's like this light skinned black dude. I saw that dude fight um somewhere else too. I saw that guy fight live in uh Mount Vernon, New York. Or Mount Vernon or White Hill White Plains rather. One of these uh local boxing events. I saw him fight and I was like, Wow, this guy's good and then I remember years later you remember, fighting. You remember Juan Roldan? Oh yeah, man. He fought him. He fought Juan Roldan? Wow, yeah. I can't remember that. I thought I uh, know didn't Hagler fight him? God, Juan Roldan. He's one of those names like Mustafa Hamshow. You gotta go. Oh, oh you yeah. know what? Maybe it was. Maybe it was. Uh, who'd you say, Marvin Hagler? Yeah. I, may, I, I might be remembering. I think wrong. it was. I oh. think it was, but I, I'm not. I don't remember either. I feel like Juan Roldan was from a different era. See, if Juan Roldan fought uh, Marvin Hagler. Look at Marvin Hagler's record. Such Damn. a monster, man. One of my favorite. I thought he fought Roy Jones, but I could be wrong. You might be right, though. I, I think early in his in Roy Jones' career, Juan Roldan was there on his is. way out. Oh, it's no, Marvin Hagler. Hagler. Marvin Hagler, yeah. I think that was quite a few years yeah, earlier. I think so, man. Now, check uh, uh, Roy Jones, Jones Jr., yeah, Juan no. Roldan. No, it just so. keeps showing Ron Roldan versus Hagler and Hearns, way different before, fights. Yeah. He fought Hearns, too, huh? Thomas Hearns versus Juan Roldan. Juan Roldan was a tough motherfucker. So was Mustafa Hamshow. There's a lot of tough guys. Boxing's good right now, man. It's great right now. Boxing's phenomenal right now. I saw this, uh, what was his name? Walters? Walters versus Sosa? Bullshit decision, though, man. Oh, yeah. That was Did before see that? Uh, Ortiz. Oh, Jennings. my God. Yeah. I mean, boxing's tough, man. That, that was a bad decision. It was really bad. I was, Terrible. I was watching. I was like, this doesn't even make sense. How the fuck did that happen? Even Max Kellerman was like, what the fuck are we doing? Where do you fit? Uh, watching Walters. MMA in your in your schedule, like where does it? How do you guys retain all this? You must be watching these fights at least twice, right? Depends on what the fights. Like obviously, I do it for a living. Yeah. Like, so you so the UFC, you watch everything I'm watching, twice, right? The, the, I watched the um um I watched the Cowboy Dos Anjos fight three times. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to watch it again because mm. I was just so impressed. I'm so it, 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 he's just such a destroyer. Like the way he unco like the combination that he threw when he had Cowboy hurt up nasty. against the cage, nasty and tight. Like no, it's no wild, stupid shit. Controlled. It was just controlled aggression, just super, so super aggressive, super fast. Most guys you see get mm -hmm. all wild because they're yeah. trying to finish it. He they, stayed composed. He beat the fuck and out of them. And then you guys are on top of boxing too. Well, I watched this last night. I came Crazy. home last night. And I watched that. I don't miss that. a fight, man. Yeah, I record everything. I watch a lot of fights. Mm. Yeah, kickboxing. I'm I'm deep in. Wow. That's my favorite shit. My favorite shit is Glory. That's my favorite shit to watch See, right boxing's now. Boxing's my favorite right now. Really? Mm -hmm. More than MMA? No, 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 come on. no, 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 no. no, no UFC's no, 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 Rico Verhoeven, did you see his uh, his last fight? Yes, Good he's a monster. Lord, dude, he's a motherfucker. He's a motherfucker, dude. And for guys like like stand up, you like only watching like like get mad when UFC fights go to the ground. Watch Glory, yeah. but watch that man. Those fucking fights are barn burners. They are good. It's, to me, there's just so many matches to make in boxing. Mm -hmm. There's so much good shit. Yeah, How about Terence Crawford. Watch that dude. Yeah, man. Good lord, Amazing. he's good. God damn, that dude's good. Woo!
Woo! Really good. He's such a good adjuster, too. He adjusts mm -hmm. in fights and switches stances really well from orthodox to southpaw. You see his last fight? Yeah. As soon as he, he realized he switched southpaw and caught that dude with a right hook, he's like, oh, we're going to be fighting like this from now on, sir. Yeah, man. And just beat the fuck out of the dude. In like Nebraska. Close, yeah, close fight in the beginning of the first round until he found the rhythm and then figured it out. And they said, oh, I'll just switch stances up on this They thought he was going to get a mega fight next against Floyd or something. They're all scared they of him. Have... Nobody wants that. No one wants to fight him. Fuck that. Nobody knows who he is outside of <clears throat> Nebraska. Everybody in Nebraska knows who he is. A lot of hardcore boxing fans know who he is. Yes. But like the average Joe on the street, the average person, You're they know who Floyd Mayweather fight. is. They yeah. know who Pacquiao is. That's the next fight. I guarantee Again? you. Again? I guarantee you. I'm going to make a prediction. This is my prediction. In April, they're going to fight again. I saw pictures of Manny Pacquiao. He's back to training again. Yeah, Manny Pacquiao on his Instagram page today is hitting pads. So he had a shoulder surgery. They probably shot him up with the same shit they shot me up with. He probably healed 50% quicker. Boom. They, they fucking stem celled. I know a lot of dudes are doing that now. I've, ever since I... Um, Got my stem cell shots and I started talking to him about you it. Swear by it. A huh? bunch of other people started talking to me about stem cells too. Yeah, look at Manny Pacquiao, shoulder surgery a few months ago. He's full blast power like punching Manson. on pads. <laughs> full blast power punching on pads now, man. Come on, that's you're supposed to wait like a year. Probably juiced. Fake they photo. Probably, they probably whacked them with the secret sauce. <laughs> the oh, secret sauce, son. Like one way to fix you up we right quick. We talking about a big man. Listen, they ain't gonna know, this ain't the UFC, bitch. They ain't no drug test testing, son. Not in between. That's one of the beautiful things about these guys, too. In between camp, like if they get injured, that's what steroids are for. Boom. That's what they're for. They're supposed to get you back out there quicker. Dude, for good. a football player or um, any sort of an athlete in another sport that doesn't get tested outside of seasons, you're supposed to do steroids. <laughs> they make you look at it. He's back. He's got a little tiny baby Powerful scar too. Tea. They think of you little baby scars That's a now too. They that's go, that's not a painting. picture. That's a lot of filters. That's Photoshop, like bro. Jack. That's Photoshop, bro. That's, um, I can put my head on that. They're going to put uh, Eddie Bravo's head on that tonight. I <laughs> guarantee it. Hey. Especially when you had that goatee. <laughs> Good luck, Honey Dick, and the fans, and uh, Floyd Manny, Dude, too. it's going to happen. There's my nowhere, prediction. Nowhere I, I may be wrong. I'm wrong about a lot of shit. But here's my prediction. They're going to open up that new arena in April. The new arena in Vegas, the okay. big one. Yeah. And in April, they're gonna they're gonna have Floyd Mayweather, Manny Pacquiao, dos. I like shit. I like it. I think I'll Floyd, buy the fuck think, out of it. I think Floyd Mayweather starts talking. It's Take right now. Money. It's December. I think he starts talking somewhere around January, the end of January. Ooh, I like where your head starts. At. Starts saying, you know what? I'm thinking about coming back. And then he honey dicks Terrence Crawford and Canelo yeah. Alvarez and everybody else. Honey Dick saw because Canelo Alvarez looked good. He looked good against Miguel Cotto. He looked good. He looked good. Yeah. I thought he looked real good. Cotto's a motherfucker, dude. He's a crafty dude. He's older. Dude. He's older. Yeah. But he's still very good. Yeah. I think, uh, I think, and then Manny Pacquiao, you know, they start going over the fact that he got the shoulder surgery and, and then they show him hitting the pads. They get everybody to believe again. He starts talking about Jesus. He starts, he <laughs> he starts balls he deep starts, in Jesus. Yeah, he starts doing the cross thing, and everybody's like, "We're back in. We're back, back in." He didn't have a chance the first time. Take the my problem money. is the first time he was injured. I'm that guy. Yeah, I'm that guy. 
They can get me. I watch one countdown show, I am in. (laughs) Take my $100. You know what I like? I like the ones with Max Kellerman where they sit him across the table and they make him talk to each other. Face-offs. Those are my favorite. And Max Kellerman says, like, he said that you are this. Like, he said you have no chin. How do you respond to that? Yeah, it's great. And then it's usually some dude speaking Spanish. And And this motherfucker, you know how they say say it in Spanish. And they're both sitting like A.C. Slater with the chair backwards staring at each other. It's sick. Those are great. I love those. Those are fun, man. The UFC needs to do something like that. Oof. Well, that's the thing we were talking about, like Nate Diaz and Connor. I think Eddie's got the best idea. No, do it's a turn. You can't market prison, that. Prison glass no. with a phone. Eddie Bravo's got it right. No. Prison glass with a phone or through Ladies a Ladies and gentlemen, Joey Hostin. No, you got, but the problem with three pres- giant dudes in between them. It's not good enough. It looks bad. No, Nate, no. Nate Diaz might still sucker punch him. That's yeah. going to hype the fight up even more. No, Look at DC John Jones. Well, why are you against that, this, Brendan? Yeah, but, why are you against this? Why are you, you know, against? Well, what about a cage? You like How about just a cage? No, what do you like better? It's do you like animals? I, I kind of like your prison glass even better <laughs> than the cage. <laughs> you can't sell they'd be like breaking. They'd be breaking the fucking phone and shit. Yeah. They'd have to have a tech, like a bunch of them. Maybe a bunch of booze. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. the cage. Just put a fence up. Now, let me ask you. Maybe put them in straight the cage and like, fuck you. Do you really believe that Joe Silva told Nate Diaz that Conor McGregor is next? Or do you think that Nate Diaz is being real smart and talking some shit and getting people all excited Joe Silva's about a smart guy. He knows damn well he doesn't have the power to make that fight. <laughs> you know damn well. Motherfucker, please. Dana goes, huh? That's not the fight. Yeah, right. Dana probably texts him. Did you tell him that? Joe goes, no, I didn't, sir. What? 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 Ninja versus Ninja. Diaz says UFC match. Yeah, that's what we just said. Yeah, I just don't. I don't. I don't, I don't see him see, doing that. I think Nate's being smart. I think he's talking shit. I think it's great. I think he's yeah. talking shit. You that's know who's the fight. not, you know who's not talking shit that should? Who? Frankie Edgar. He should oh, no, be. He did. He said. He said if you're scared, get a dog. Yeah, I saw that. You gotta. <laughs> you gotta be relentless, though. You know what I'm saying? I know. I guess. But it's not his style. It's not his style. His fighting should speak for itself. But that's not the. That's not like, the game plan now. I feel like there's only one fight to make it featherweight. There's only one fight. It's 100% Frankie Edgar. 100%. I couldn't. Couldn't be more emphatic about that. But, fucking as a fan. That's what I'm saying. As a fan, I don't mind this fucking Nate Diaz fight. I know. I, and I love Frankie. I want Frankie to get the I shot. I do, too. I do, I too. I love Frankie. If you're the king, what do you do? If, if I'm Scrooge McDuck, Dana White. You can make, you can make all the fucking calls. No, 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 no. But no, I'm Dana. I'm not no, I mean, I don't even mean. I don't even mean you're not even Dana. Because Dana has to talk to Lorenzo. Okay? <sighs> what if you are, you're just the king? You're the king. What's the call? <laughs> oh, man. I'm getting in trouble here. But if I'm trying to get, if I'm trying to sell the fight, I want as much money possible. It's mm-hmm. Diaz Connor okay. on a world tour. But if I'm a good man that? and I have morals, yes. I make Frankie Edgar, uh, Connor, and then the winner of that fights Jose Well, when Jose gets healthy. Here's the question, though. Can they tell Connor who to fight now? Or is Connor so meteoric? Is he so out of control? Is he so off the charts? What if Connor says, I want to be a promoter? What if Connor says he wants to go money team? He wants to co promote and do like he has the power. He almost does. He does. Does he? 80,000 Dublin? What? Oh, he could sell that out in about a minute. Literally a minute. A minute. Yeah. It, I know so it sounds like Ron is not. Everybody nuts, was going to everybody's going to fill guy in ever their credit this. card information and then at the stroke of midnight, 11:59, they're all going to press enter at the same time. Bro, I'm and the terrif- computer's going to overload. All the servers are going to crash. I for reals, I'm terrified <laughs> to fly cuz of ISIS. I'm fucking I'm there buying it front yeah. row. Yeah. Fucking what? Oh, dude, you'd be my guest. You'd have to come. It'd be amazing. It'd be amazing. 
Connor has the power to, if they go, we want you to fight Dos Anjos, he goes, nah, I'm good. Notorious promotions. I wonder. He's going to he's gonna have his own fight. No, notorious. No, notorious. Yeah. Look, man, I don't know. He it's can't, good for the sport. He here's wants what's, Here's what's crazy. It's almost like he can't get any bigger. So what happens now? Does he just Movies. go? Does he go parallel? Does he just keep staying no, this Vin, big Vin for a Diesel long period of time? Vin Diesel is fucking Satan of Hollywood going, come here. I so, want to do Final fucking Furious Fast 9. <laughs> Come here, let's fuck your career. And he's gonna ruin We're it. We're gonna put you in fucking Transformer 13. Next thing you know, he's dating black chicks with big juicy asses and a lot of jewelry. Do -do -do -do. That sounds awesome. <laughs> that sounds ideal. And he's driving a Mustang off the top of a building. That's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking crazy movie. Dude. Hopefully, someone is in his ear telling the it's right fun. stuff. It's fun. It's a fun time. It's a fun time to be an MMA fan, that's for sure. Especially for Conor McGregor. If I'm Scrooge McDuck, I'm the king of the world, yes. I make the Frank Edgar fight. Or at least I make an attempt to. I don't know how much influence they have over him, but what I would say is I would say, honestly, your future probably is at 155 pounds. You struggle to make 145, but your legacy will be complete if you beat Frank Okay, Edgar. what if Conor goes, 145 is too tough for me. I have he, to fight at 55. Abandon, abandon the 145-pound title and move up. And jo fight who? Jose Aldo meets Frankie Edgar in a rematch okay. for the title. I like that. And... Um, Frankie or and then uh, Nate Diaz then you have Nate Diaz versus Connor his first fight at 55 if he gets past Nate Diaz you 100% have him fight Dos Anjos correct Dos Anjos fights Habib Nurmagomedov in the meantime no if, if, if it why not if, he hasn't fought in forever he's been injured that's true that's true if anything Tony Ferguson exactly <laughs> don't forget about Tony, Tony Ferguson Dos Anjos that's, that's a motherfucker that's yeah, true that could right? easily happen that you easily. can get the, the right Especially after the shot. Barboza fight. Yeah. Fuck right? yeah. That's true. That's true. <gasps> what about Tony Ferguson versus Cowboy? It's already, they already made it. Look at that. Uh, Damn, they are. Totally. <laughs> Photoshop dudes don't fuck around, Hell man. no, that's legit, that's too. Just, they're they're dude, so good. That was quick. So quick. Did you do that, Jamie? No. Holy He's shit. The fans don't who did fuck it? around. Give the guy credit, whoever, whoever the guy was. <laughs> See, find who the guy was. Oh, snaps. What's, What's, his, some name? Ass What's his name say? Just Casual? Just casual. It says your mom. titties on TV, it though. says your mom. Don't let the titties get on TV. Yeah, they, that's my, this guy's my message so, board. This guy's awesome. My message board's filled with barbarians. Really? They're animals. Barbarians. But in, in a good way. Yeah. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, okay, so Tony Ferguson, you have fight Dos Anjos next. Totally agree with that. Yeah. Great fight. Great matchup. But, like, the, for the money, though, the real big money fight for Dos Anjos is obviously Connor. But outside of Connor, who's the big money fight? Habib, we don't even know when Habib's going to be back, right? God, you can't say. So do you have is. to give? Do you have to give Habib uh, a fight against a top guy before he gets a title shot? One hundred percent, he has to fight again. Okay, so if so, who do you give him? God, Tony Ferguson, because they're supposed to fight, right? Who's Pettis fighting again? Pettis is fighting someone really Pettis good. Pettis is Eddie Alvarez. Yes, Ooh, that's on the Fox card. Yes. No, the FX FS One in Boston. Correct. Wow, that's a Ben Saunders, Patrick Cote. That's right. I'll be there. Mm. Oh, he's gonna be in Boston. <sighs> Fuck yeah, powerful Boston. Yep. I get there on Dude, Sunday. Dude, that's a motherfucker. That's a that's a weird weekend for me. I'm not there for the weigh-ins. I've got um, Atlanta, a theater in Atlanta, and then a theater in Tampa, and then I fly into Boston. You you know another fight that could sell like hotcakes, at 55, Connor and Pettis. If Pettis gets by Alvarez. Boy, that's a that's another blockbuster. There's that, so many blockbuster a, fights for him. That's at a good fight. That's a good fight for um, Pettis versus uh, Connor. Is a good fight as far as 
like styles and on paper and stuff, I think that's a really good fight. But man, it's a tough sell after Nurmagomedov or after uh, Dos Anjos rather beat up Pettis. Like Pettis has got to get a victory under his belt in order to. That's what I'm fire saying. I'm up. saying if Pettis so if he beats gets, Alvarez, right, oh, I see, right. like yeah, let's yeah. say he gets a head kick KO, yeah. then it's like oh shit. Yeah, if he beats him like like he beat Lozon or something yes. like that, or yeah. Cowboy mm -hmm. in Japan. Yeah, I mean look. Pettis, when he loses, usually comes back a way better fighter. And that's what happened when he fought Clay Guida. Clay Guida stuffed him, shut him down. He came back a way better fighter. Pettis is one of my favorite fighters to watch ever. He's, He's spectacular. fucking ridiculous. Why do they separate <clears throat> the prelims in the main card if it's on the cha same channel? Um, just so that people can uh, time it. So that it's like there's two different blocks of shows. Okay. So instead of having a six-hour block of fights, um, they have uh, two three-hour blocks. <clears throat> in this case, it seems like less than that. It seems like two hours because it's only four fights and four fights first of all you have felder versus crookshaw crankshaw at the crankshaw was it crookshaw <laughs> crookshank crookshank the detroit, detroit superstar? superstar that's a motherfucking fight, fight son that's your fight of the night on that card well you know another candidate ross pearson versus uh francisco trinaldo yeah, i'm not mad at that fight that's at a all. good fucking fight right there Cote sanders this that's card's stacked saunders ben saunders Ugh. eddie bravo student how dare you sorry you know who's sir. a bad motherfucker too tyson off that, that that dude's a bad motherfucker. Is that nasty? Who's beard? he fighting? Yeah, yeah, he's he's nasty, man. Dude, Rosa versus uh, Marabek Tysimov. You seen that guy fight? He's um he trains out of uh, Phuket. He's um uh, one of those um one of them Russians. <clears throat> yeah, um uh, Tiger Muay Thai. He's a Tiger Muay Thai guy. I believe, a lot of Russians, sure. right? Dude, so the many. The takeover has begun. To so the many. Russians. I think we're out of time. Are we out of time? Yeah. Dude, okay. that card's a motherfucker. <clears throat> it's a motherfucker. So is time. That was three hours. We talked what? about fights for 20 minutes. We talked about sharks for an hour. <laughs> we talked about Kurt Cobain for two hours. <laughs> and then we fights did. for 30 seconds. We did. We talked about it's the CIA killing John <laughs> Lennon. And uh, we made a few steroid al allegations. Just We tried to. We cleared the, it up. We want to get the MMA media and give them some, some fruit. There's your headlines, <clears throat> little hose. Good night. Good night, everybody. We love you. See ya. <laughs> that was so funny.